And this is Tommaso Champa, Project Champa. You're listening to WNS Podcast. You're listening to the official Wrestling News Source Podcast. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com or check us out on Facebook by searching WrestlingNewsSource.com or WNS Podcast. You can also find us on YouTube, Twitter, Stitcher, and iTunes by searching Wrestling News Source Podcast or WNS Podcast. Now being broadcast in over 45 different countries, here are your hosts, Daniel Heron, Tyler Bear, and Doug. That's right. What's up, everyone? I am Daniel Heron. I'm Tyler Aper. I'm Doug. And we welcome you to episode 188 of the official podcast for WrestlingNewsSource.com. For all of your information, go to WrestlingNewsSource.com. Check us out on Facebook, WrestlingNewsSource.com. You can find us on Facebook, WNS Podcast, on YouTube, WNS Video, and on iTunes, Wrestling News Source Podcast. We're also on Stitcher, Beyond Pod, and Player.fm to search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Uh, on Twitter, Pod. at WNS Podcast, Daniel, WNS underscore Daniel, Tyler, Tyler underscore Aper. Tweet at me to uh, get me back. To get you back? Yeah, that, I have to have like a lot. What's a lot? He's saying know. he wants people to tweet him if they want him to start tweeting. <laughs> He's like CM Punk who said he was not going to tweet until he got like a million followers. <laughs> Tyler Abair will not tweet until he gets a million followers. Well, I guess we're never going to hear from Mr. Tyler Abair again. So, uh, so welcome yes. to the show. Got quite a bit to talk about. Going to dive on into Raw. Give you our... Um, SummerSlam predictions, Hot Topics Q&A, no feedback this week, so uh, it's going to be an interesting start to the show, but uh, but how you guys doing? Making it. Yeah? Yeah. You hanging in there? Yeah. Hanging on by a staple? Four staples. Four staples in the leg yeah. for Mr. Tyler. Underneath Amen. my knee. I, uh, Very painful. Yeah, I got... Um, supposed to gig the forehead, dog. <laughs> yeah, I, I got it wrong. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> But no, uh, I was helping my dad uh, move some metal and stuff, and uh, I sliced myself pretty deep. Yeah, so it hurts if I stay on it for a while. Which is why we have the stool for you yes. to sit on and enjoy. And you know, what yeah. what was it you said, Doug? Even though you're down low, bring up the energy, high energy. I was just afraid that uh, he was gonna get. Yeah, like that. <laughs> exactly like that face. <laughs> Just thought sad. he was like sad a bear. I know that I can't bring uh, any like intensity is not the right word. <laughs> I don't bring any energy to the show if I'm sitting down, so I always yeah. stand. I'm actually full of energy right now, so well that's good. You're not sleepy. You're not tired. You're full of energy, ready to go. I'm drinking tea, yeah, and have a coke on backup. Yeah, you would drink that. It's got your name on it, man. Yeah, I should keep that's it. a coke with your name on it. You say Shakira. No, so I should keep it. <laughs> I thought I thought he said, Shakira. yeah, man, it's got your name on it. And you were like, yeah, Shakira. Like, I'll drink it whenever, wherever. We were meant to be together. My name is Shakira. <laughs> your hips don't lie, Tyler. Thank you. <laughs> so welcome to the show. Doug, how you doing? I'm all right. Yeah? I know you and I both got to go enjoy Guardians of the Galaxy. Tyler, did you ever get to watch it? No? I still have not. Get your ass to the theater and go watch that film. Great film. Very enjoyable. Much wow. Um, awesome There's already going to be a second one on the way. Yeah. Uh, I mean, it hasn't been... Uh, they haven't started working on it, I don't think. But. Right. But it has been confirmed that a, a sequel will be on the yes. way. Yes. So, uh, so, yeah. Doug, what were your thoughts on the Guardians of the Galaxy? Uh, I mean, it was excellent. I mean, there's not much to say that uh, everyone else hasn't already said. Number one in the box office for a reason. Well, for the, that week, Ninja Turtles. I was about to say Ninja Turtles. Did then? Yeah. Oh. yeah. 
I still well, need, I want to see that too. Well, no, no, you don't. Just go see Guardians. <laughs> you go see Guardians. I, no, I, see I saw of, uh, I saw Guardians twice, and then you saw Ninja Turtles. Then I saw Ninja Turtles, and I wish I had just gone and seen Guardians a third time. <laughs> Aww, <laughs> it was that bad, huh? It, it it's definitely not good. Uh, I don't know if it was like <laughs> it's definitely not good. coming off of Guardians, which is like probably my favorite like movie experience in years. I don't know if it just fails so much in comparison, mm-hmm. like to seeing it right after that, uh, or it, it's not good. No matter Shredder. no matter when you see it, it's not good. However, I don't know if it's it was so so bad because I saw it after I saw Guardians, and my expectations for a movie were so high. But yeah, it's definitely not good. I took my girlfriend to go see uh, Guardians uh, this past Friday, and she loved the film just as much as I did. Um, and the sound, she loved the soundtrack. You know, it was ooga one of those. Chaka, ooga, ooga. Yeah, it was very, like in, really good, really good soundtrack. All the songs play into Man, the feeling. Kevin Nash and uh, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. No, no, no. dang. So now there's even How less of a reason for you to go see Johnny it. Johnny Knoxville was Leonardo. What? What? Johnny Knoxville voiced Leonardo. Oh my god. Oh, voiced it. He wasn't the guy. Who, or no, was it CGI or that people the mocap? It, it? it was mocap. With CGI? I don't know. Was that weird? It was definitely like the whole time I was like, that's Johnny Knoxville talking right now. The whole time I was like, that's not Leonardo. <laughs> so you were distracted. So, whoa, whoa, whoa. Right. Which, which one did he play? Leonardo. Oh, uh, Leonardo is like, hi, I'm Leonardo and welcome to Jackass. Welcome to Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles. Teenage Mutant Yeah, I said it and then kick. Uh, it was definitely Michael. distracting. Like Bradley Cooper is like uh, awesome as, ra- as Rocket. Rocky. Like you, you can't. Like you don't pick up on it that it's him at all. There are only a couple of lines where you're like, I can hear it, but then it goes right into. He does a good else. job though. Yeah. Like you, you don't, you don't hear him. You, you hear Rocket. Uh, with J- Knoxville was I heard Johnny Knoxville. <laughs> you know what I mean? Um, Groot. How was Shredder? Did he look cool? It was like some weird like um, like gizmos to his armor that kind of yeah kind of knives on knives knives on knives. That's right. Well, I heard, you know, you know, I, I heard that they make the turtles a lot taller. So in order for their different, they're here's they some, look weird. They, they're different sizes. Like hmm. yeah, uh, like Raphael's like more buff, and yeah. uh, Donatello's more like skinny, and like they're not like Michelangelo's the smallest one, as in the picture I saw. I thought they're not all like the same size with like different color. It's like not hmm. even all like Raphael even has like more of a headband than the rest. It yeah. like kind of goes over his head. And stuff. Hmm. <clears throat> So, Guardians of the Galaxy greater than Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles? <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's not even a question. If you have to pick, don't. It's not. It's a no-brainer. Go see Guardians. Yeah, I went and saw Guardians of the Galaxy twice already, and it was most enjoyable. Me too. I should have went three. Yeah. Do not go see Ninja Turtles. I'm going to try to go to this weekend. Cool. Yeah, definitely go. If you, if you need someone to go with, we're your guys. Because I, so, I want to at least see it before it goes out theaters. Mm-hmm. Definitely make a plan, too. So, Dude, uh, it's fun. It's funny, and it's feel good. It's like... Yeah. Action-packed. We laughed. We cried. We laughed some more. We laughed from crying. Or we cried from laughing. Groot. So, I am Groot. That's right. So, uh, so yeah. So, this go-home show before SummerSlam on Raw. Kick things off with uh, um, Paul Heyman coming out. He's got Brock Lesnar with him. Cutting a promo. Really good job selling selling us on the pay-per-view. He always uh, does a good job. Yeah. Um, just... Really good stuff. Doug, what were your thoughts on uh, Paul Heyman's little rap session there towards the end? Uh, well, I mean, I thought the whole segment as a whole was like very strong. 
I mean, I don't. Mm-hmm. They saw. I mean, if it's been some uh, some weirdness with uh, either Lesnar or Cena or both of them being out, it's hard for Heyman to sell a pay per view on his own. Yeah, <laughs> but, it's uh, just Heyman. <laughs> yeah, I mean, Brock's not much of a speaker anyway, mm-hmm. and it's uh, he's for the best when they, when he's Paul, not speaking. Say anyway. something stupid. But uh, <laughs> I mean, I thought they did. It, I think this segment was strong and went a long ways into selling you on their pay-per-view match. Right. Yeah. Uh, Tyler, did you get to check out this uh, this promo by Paul Heyman? A little Heyman? bit. Not that much. Yeah. It was really good. You know, Paul Heyman, obviously, every time he gets on the mic, he's he's doing a good job in, uh, in selling you on something. Um, you know, great mic work. Did his job very well. Um, I mean, not much else to say. He, he built towards it. He had the poetry slash rap session for Cena. Um I I enjoyed it. I thought it was uh pretty comical. But uh, other than that it was just to to hype up the uh the pay-per-view which he did just that. So uh moving on into the first matchup, we got to see Roman Reigns going up against Rybaxel as per the authority slash corporate Kane, back to corporate Kane. Um match ends up in a, ending in a disqualification after uh, Rybaxel or throwing Roman Reigns repeatedly into the um, steel pole, and the ref is like, hey, stop doing that, or I'm disqualifying you. And so they do it again and disqualify. Nobody can tell right back, so what to do. Nobody. That's right. So um, match was kind of short. Yeah. Just to, um, you know. Then I Roman guess, Reigns got his momentum back at the end. Yeah, there towards the end. And uh, cut, a, cut a promo on uh, Randy Orton. Saying what happens if you you know punch the teeth of a viper down its throat and you? But he made like I, turn it he into made a like worm. a joke at the end. Or he said something. He acted. Believe like that. Yeah, it was weird. Um, I think maybe he's trying something out. He's trying something new. I don't know. Maybe, but I would say the less mic time for Roman Reigns, the better. Um, at least until you get him some more practice time. Uh, don't give him the live mic. Sure, do like a recorded thing like they do for Brock Lesnar, you know, and Cena and all them. But uh, I would say don't have him do live promos just yet. How about you, Doug? Um, well, I had much less of a problem with this promo as compared to ones in the past. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think my see, I think he's more cool. <laughs> <laughs> I was like thinking about what I was gonna say. I saw like your commentary in the back, like <laughs> influencing me. What, what the thing? Yeah, say, say, say cool. Say cool. <laughs> say cool. He's cool. <laughs> I mean, I think uh, his high points are more towards uh, his charisma and his uh, his look and things of that nature. Uh, I don't think he's all the way there on the mic, but I think he's closer on the mic than he is in the ring right now. I think he's got like. Four four spots, four moves that he can do that are that are over. But he tr- he has a lot of trouble like linking them together. He has a lot of time falling time between hitting his signature spots. Mm-hmm. And uh, I mean, he's already been launched. Like they yeah. they it is very clear that they're pushing him to the top. And uh, he's the guy they picked, and he's on his way. So he's gonna have to improve like quickly uh, as far as in ring work if he's gonna be a like a main event guy. Right. I mean, he's not gonna get. The t- he probably won't get the title until like WrestleMania, but still, <coughs> I don't know. Like, uh, they have I think time he, to work. I think he's got. I think yeah, he's got time, but I feel like he's got a lot of ground to cover. Yeah, and I don't know that 
sure, like guys like Kane have something that they're going to to offer as far as teaching him, but I don't know. Working with Kane is not to me does not feel like, and even working with Randy Orton to me does not feel like the type of guys who are going to be able to like teach him enough to get him along uh, as quickly as he needs to be. Okay, I don't know. I'm not, I don't have high hopes for their match at the pay-per-view is what I'm saying, basically. Yeah, I'm, I'm feeling uh, like this will probably be like a cool-down match of some kind. Um, you know. But don't you, think that's, don't you think that's a problem that... Look, I, I think it's commendable that they've, they've picked a guy. They finally, yeah. they picked the successor, they picked a guy. But don't you think it's an odd position to be on that they chose the guy who's... who's he he has he has a better look than a lot of other guys, and he has a lot more charisma than a lot of other guys. But he is probably of their selection pool. He's probably the least qualified as a worker. Mm-hmm. So, do you think it's alarming that they that he's the the pick? Do you think mm-hmm. it's easier to teach him to work? Is what I'm saying than teach, teaching the other guys to act like a star? What do you think? Oh, uh, because he's got he really does have problems filling the spots. He's got. He's got the the drop on the apron, yeah. Superman punch, the spear. I mean, but he has a lot of problems like filling the holes between those things. Right. Um, yeah, he can he can learn new stuff in time. Uh, he can switch it up because, like you said, they they're looking like he's going to be the successor. He's going to be the next big guy. Um, you know, it's I I feel like the WWE wants someone who looks credible. You know, like. This guy could kick your ass in real life. That's why they're having the John Cena's, the Brock Lesnar's, the Batista's, the Randy Orton's. Like these are larger set dudes, you know, in the main main event picture. You know, you want like the colossal feel to them. And Roman Reigns has that look. He has, you know, he has the presence of being one of those top guys. Um, you don't get. I don't get the feel that he's that colossal. You know that guy like that. Yeah, but he's got a good look to him. Like, yeah, he does. He's, he's yeah. well. He's put together. He's an handsome. He's a handsome dude. He's yeah. a buff dude. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what. I mean, if you, you know, if you say, for instance, like you bring up the WWE 2K14, you know, screen, how you select the character and they put them next to one another. You know, if you were to put six people on there, you put, you know, John Cena, Randy Orton, CM Punk, um, you know, Kane. Batista and Roman Reigns, you know, Roman Reigns kind of fits in that groove. It's like, okay, I can see that happening. But if you were to take him out and you put, like, Justin Gabriel, you're like, no, no, no. You put, you know, Kofi Kingston, well, not maybe, no. But, you know, you put Roman Reigns in there, he's like, okay, he's got a shot at winning this. You know, like, he's he's got that look. He's got that, that I don't know. Well, I don't know are if they you call saying it that right now or for later? So he has a shot. CM Punk has a very average physique. I mean, he's a very average. Right. Dude. But what I'm saying is like he was he was in that, you know, upper tier level with those guys. Um Sure, okay. Well, I th- I I thought we were arguing on like look basically. Mm. But uh But yeah, I mean, it's just I I feel like, you know, Rowan's going to be the one like you said that next big successor. Um, you know, they're building him they're going to groom him the correct way i agree with doug though i don't i don't think that kane and randy orton will do it i mean i mean like it would work for me or i mean not me just in general 
So, I mean, don't get me wrong. There are lessons to be learned from those guys for Roman Reigns. Mm-hmm. But they aren't the guys who are, I think, going to get him along the furthest, the fastest. You right. know what I'm saying? So, it's like, okay. So, WrestleMania is going to be late March, early April. You know, it's August now. So, I'm trying to picture Which in you my got, head. you like, nine months? Something like that, sure. Um, so, four, four, yeah, you're about eight months. Um, so, you got to look at. Who are we going to feud him with that's going to establish him from here? You know. Well, there's no question. Like, oh, you mean from from at, from Orton? Once on? SummerSlam is over, Dude, if they keep him face, that wouldn't turn the hill. No, um, we have to. I'm, I'm I'm only assuming that they're going to keep him face to to grow him further with the crowd. I think it's pretty simple. I mean, I think he's. Uh, I don't know if he goes right from Orton to to Triple H, but. Mm-hmm. He's gonna get. He's gonna go over Triple H at some point between now and then. And he's gonna win the Maybe belt. Survivor Series. And then he's gonna win the belt from Brock at Mania. I mean, that's their. I think that's their plan. Yeah. Um. Uh, can Triple H teach him stuff? Yeah, but Triple H is not a guy who's gonna wrestle all the time. That would right. be a good rub for him, but I think that's weird. I don't know why. I feel like I know that someone has to defeat Brock. You know, like who's well, gonna Brock's defeat- gonna be big, big, bad, and nasty, running rampant until. Until Roman dethrones him at Mania, that's what I, that's how I see it going down. Yeah, and it's just one of those things where, you know, for me, I just can't picture him feuding with anyone to really grow from. You know, the only pe- people I see him feuding with are people that it's just going to be like a stepping stone. Be like, oh, I beat this guy. I beat this guy. If if true, like, I'm sorry. Go ahead. I was like, I I would think though if they ever turn Sheamus heel or whatever. That would be good. I think that would be a, sure, yeah. a good fit. Reigns. Yeah, two two big guys <clears throat> slugging it out. But you make you make a good point with these guys, like using these guys as stepping stones. The guys that he's going to feud with that are going to give him uh, a boost up as far as credibility are not the guys there that are going to be there enough to teach him the most in the ring along the way. So you're either sacrificing large portions of guys working with him and improving him in the ring or you're sacrificing some of his credibility. I don't you're you're not gonna be able to get both in eight or nine months. Right. You know what I'm saying? Triple H uh going over Triple H putting him over, yes, a jumping credibility. Yeah. Going over Bart Lester, yes, jumping credibility. None of those guys are full time guys. None mm-hmm. of those guys are gonna work with him. Who is he working in between those dates? Exactly. To improve him. They only have like so many people in that top tier for him to be able to work towards that you know the the next tier below is so far distanced from the top tier. You know, so it's like who can he really feud with? And not to mention when you want to look, you want to look more at a face hill dynamic as far as mm-hmm. guys he may actually be feuding with. You're looking at Randy Orton. You're looking at Kane. Who's your next hill for him to feud with? I would see there there would be another hill or whatever, but it really wouldn't help him because they're both trying to establish. You think eventually that he would like, hey, guess what? Somehow him and Seth Rollins' path will come crossing. I know they're trying to separate because they're doing Dean Ambrose thing, but I mean, like, hey, you know, he did him over too. But it's one of those things. Is like they're they're building they need to they're building Reigns as already in that top tier. Yeah. Whereas Reigns is, or I'm sorry, where Rollins is the low lower level, getting ready to elevate himself. So Reigns ha- would have nothing. You know, to gain from defeating. No, Rollins. yeah, I know that for sure. But I um, no. 
But I mean, he's not getting a rub from going over Rollins. No, no, right. they're both. I mean, they both wouldn't. Yeah, really. I mean, would Cesaro be a good feud? Yeah, fuck yeah, but he's not gonna. But the way they booked Cesaro does not give him a step up in credibility. Exactly. You know, I think Sheamus is the only logical choice right now. Sheamus, Aside, Sheamus is a very good week to week wrestler, mm-hmm. but he's a he's not necessarily a bump in credibility. I mean, he he's not a he's not not a bump in credibility, but he's not like a. He's not a rub guy. You're not getting a rub by beating Sheamus. Right. Unless maybe you bring up back Big Show as a heel. but Turn Mark, I, I think like turn Mark Henry heel would be a good thing. I think yeah. it's a good feud for him because I think Henry's got Henry's got a lot of... Henry's an underrated worker, and he has a lot to teach him as far as working big man style. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I mean, of course, Roman's more athletic than Henry. Um, I mean, pure pure athlete-wise, I mean, like, obviously, Henry's stronger and stuff like that. But, right. Uh, he can teach him some cool big man shit. Yeah. Also, he's a good heel. And it would be good to lead up towards WrestleMania of like him preparing for Brock Lesnar. You know, like subconsciously, they're not going to come out and say, "Okay, uh, you know, we know that Lesnar's going to have the title until WrestleMania, and and Reigns is the guy." So you know, we're going to have him do this. But, like, subconsciously, they could say, they could go back and, you know, come WrestleMania, they could go back and say, he's, he's you know, taking out the biggest men in the in the industry. So, you know, you know he, he could pose a threat for Lesnar. So, I mean, feud him with Mark Henry for a while, that would be, that would be a good choice. But I think guys like Sheamus and guys like Mark Henry have to be um, closer rather than farther away feuds. Like, those are the kind right. of guys he needs to feud with right now so you can ramp up his credibility closer to like a mania. You right. know what I'm saying? So like closer closer to mania, you don't want him have him going over Henry and Sheamus then because that kind of makes him seem like stagnant. Like he's he already they've pushed him enough to where he already feels on the level of those kind of guys. Right. right. So I don't know. I think another problem is all it's like that all, upper mid card, lower top tier kind of section. Yeah. Another problem I think is that. They seem to be all chips in on Roman, and that's great. I'm glad that they picked the guy, but instead of elevating like a group of guys, they've got all their money on this one guy. Mm-hmm. And if he gets hurt, or if he doesn't work out, or if they push him so hard that the fans turn on him, then yeah. they're fucked again. They're right back where they started. <laughs> yeah, and see, that's the real problem in guys like them cooling off a guy like Cesaro. Like Cesaro was gonna could have been a huge babyface. Like he was ready mm-hmm. to be a big babyface. Like the night after Mania, the crowd was and they fucking just cut hot. it right out from under him. Because it's it's like they don't believe in elevating more than one guy at a time, mm. and I know that you can't elevate like ten guys at one time. You you can't even elevate like five guys realistically at one time, but you can. They could easily elevate three guys right now. You know what yeah. I'm saying? I, I don't know. I hope it works out. I I am hopeful, and I'm cheering for them, but I hope they don't fuck it up. Yeah, there's nothing wrong with elevating top guys. You know. But he's, re- I mean, like, Galax Cesaro is ready. Reigns Cesaro, who would be a good third? It's weird that Ambrose is getting such favorable babyface reactions because mm-hmm. everyone said naturally off the split that Rollins should be your underdog babyface. Ambrose is more naturally of a heel. It's weird that they they flip yeah. everyone's yeah. expectations. Yeah. But he's getting a he's Ambrose is getting a very good babyface reaction. Mm-hmm. So uh, I don't know. He's I mean, got that cool James Dean rebel without a cause. You know? Yeah, but they need to cool. They need to cool down on telling you how crazy he is. Like just let him <laughs> yeah, be. They just are. Let him, unpredictable. Yeah, oh my god, just, what's he gonna do? Yeah, next? they're like shoving that down your throat. Just let him be. Like yeah. people will pick up on it without you telling them every mm-hmm. time you see them. Like you know, what's he doing popping out of a box? 
Yeah, we totally are off the... Uh, no, that's fine. Yeah, are we? We're it's good. We're off script. It's good. We're doing this. Yeah. So, okay, so Cesaro, Reigns, Ambrose, top three guys for the future. As far as the baby faces? Mm-hmm. Or just in general? Well, I think they're looking... I think they're looking for that big, the big baby face. Yeah. Well, see, I think like part of the problem is like they're very, they're they're clearly ready. Not are not are they ready? They are already pushing uh, Reigns to the moon. Mm-hmm. I mean, he's not there yet, but it's begin, it's begun. Right. But I think like what I what I'm fearful of is a guy like Ambrose may get hot, and they may because it feels like if a guy gets over before he's supposed to, it's almost like They'll just cut the legs out. Right, and so they'll they will do whatever it takes to get them to stop being over, and so instead of having two guys you're pushing at the same time, that a guy you're behind and a, a guy the crowd picked, mm-hmm. and if you fuck up your guy, then the crowd is still into the guy they like, right? So then you have options there, right? Right. Yeah. But they don't believe in having options. They believe in this is the guy we picked, and uh, hopefully it works out for them. Because if not, then like the fans are gonna suffer. Like, uh, <laughs> yeah, it's like we're behind you. Something help uh, happens. We're shifting our focus back to Cena. Yeah, and that's one. Well, of that's the, that's the problem. I'm sorry. Okay. No, I was I was just about to say that. I, I mean, that's the problem is they cool off a guy who's getting over on his own, and then once the time they get around to, and they dick him around booking wise, and they fuck him over booking wise, and and then once they finally say, okay, we'll give him a shot, the fans are over it because they fucking killed that guy. Mm-hmm. And then when they do give him the shot, it doesn't work out because the fans are already over it. They say, well, we tried with that guy. He just wasn't over or whatever. Then you have to go back to Cena because he's the only guy with established credibility. Mm-hmm. I, I just made a reference because I feel like they're, that's the same thing oh, as Ziggler right down. Yeah. Well, sure. I mean, Ziggler is a... I feel like there's more of a story with Ziggler because... So, allegedly, he's got a lot of problems with concussions, and they're if they're going to push a guy strong, and he's going to be out on concussion. I mean, look, we're. I mean, look what happened to Brian. I mean, like, yeah. If you're going to put your eggs in the basket, supposedly they were actually going to go with him the last time, and then he got a concussion again, and so he's had like what, like two or three concussions in the mm-hmm. past like two years or something. Uh, which he could probably help himself by toning down his fucking bumping. But that's a different story. I mean, like I've been saying that I've been saying that since we've been on this fucking podcast. But like I'm not the biggest Dolph Ziggler guy in the world, but the dude's fucking over. So yeah. I can't I can never fault them for pushing him. I mean they're not, but I mean, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It's just one of those things. Like I mean, you know, they finally start getting some momentum with something. They get people to start talking, and then they're just like, no, nope, we're uh, we're getting rid of that. Guess what? We changed our mind. Yeah. I mean, take a look. You know, perfect example is the uh, Xavier Woods, Big E, and Kofi uh, thing that was going. Like, that know, got people right? talking. Like, all night long, people were like, Nation of Domination 2.0, this is it. You know, a new feud. Uh, Kofi's turning heel. Big E's turning heel. Xavier, where'd he come from? Where'd he find that suit? You know, it's, uh, and, and, now where they've they? they've gone right back to where they were. Kofi Kingston was wrestling on main event tonight, coming That's out a baby face. doing his boom boom thing. They, That's crazy. They made they, no mention of the feud. That from right you're out. opening that. Huh? You're opening that. Yeah, I know. Okay, just making sure you're aware. I'm opening the Tyler Coke. Okay, but yeah, it's just one of those things. Like you finally you you start doing something that gets people talking, and then the next week, oh, that never happened. 
Well, see, I think that's a... I, I hear what you're saying, yeah. but I feel like that's a, a far lesser example than of a guy like Cesar who's... You know he's going to have a fucking great match with whoever works. Next mm-hmm. Week in and week out, he's going to have an awesome match. Not only that, but the like we were there the night after Mania. And mm-hmm. yes, so much of that can be attributed to a crowd that's there after Mania. Right. But... You, I mean, you see the show, he's getting the reaction every week in the, in the thing. I mean, the crowd was, like, ready for him to be a, bi- oh, a big baby. Fan. Hell yeah. He won, whenever he won the, the Battle Royal at Mania, the crowd was going nuts. <laughs> yeah. So. And you guys saw him wrestle Swagger this week, mm-hmm. and they were cheering for Swagger. Which is they're crazy. saying, okay, technically they were saying We the People, which they were was. They chanting USA. Right. Which was their gimmick together. That is but more over than Swagger. But yeah. still, but still, that's like instead of getting behind Cesaro, that maybe they've lost interest because they haven't like pushed him as strong. I don't yeah. know. Well, I mean, I hell, think look the fans at- were strong at one point when it was like we the people plus Cesaro. <laughs> yeah. So. Yeah, and and the whole we the people thing that's just like fan interaction. Yeah. You know, they're not they're not doing it to support Swagger. They're doing it to say, hey, how loud can we get? You know, and yeah, they'll. You know, they're supporting Swagger by saying it, in a sense. But you know, how many how many fans are actually chanting "Let's go Swagger" or you know None. something like that? You know, they'll chant "We the People," they'll chant "USA," but how many are really chanting for Swagger? You know, whereas Cesaro, hell, you had people chanting "King of Swing" whenever Paul Heyman you know threw that line out. So I don't know. Uh, you know. Back to what we were saying, like Cesaro was ready, and they just said, "No, we're not going to do that." Nah. And then they had potential with him and Paul Heyman, and they just dropped that at the at the drop of a hat. It's like, oh, by the way, I'm not a Paul Heyman guy anymore. Wishy washy motherfuckers. Yeah. Well, see, I don't think him dropping Heyman is a bad thing, right? I think- what I think is what I think is a bad thing is, you know, he's there in the ring every week in and week out. You know, he can deliver with anybody. And mm-hmm. he was over to the point where he could be pushed. Basically, he was ready to go without your help. Right. So. They're like, but we're not ready for you. Right. But they 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 look at it as Reigns is the guy we're pushing right now. Yep. And anybody else is taking the focus away from Reigns. Mm-hmm. What happens when Reigns gets hurt or if Reigns doesn't ever come around like he should have? Yep. Then you're right back where you began. It's like I've been saying for a long time. What happens when Cena and Orton... You know, if Cena and Orton were to go out an, on an injury at the same time, who would and be their that's next guy? their fault for not. It is their fault. It's the WWE's fault for selfish not selfish motherfuckers. <laughs> and I don't want to. I don't want to come across like we're coming down on Roman Reigns because right. I am hopeful and I hope he does work out. Mm-hmm. I, I'm still iffy on his ring work. I mean, I'm just being honest. I don't think he's there yet. Right. But I see what they see in him. You know what I'm saying? Right. So I just hope he works out. Because if he doesn't, then we're going to suffer because they don't have a plan B. Yeah, I mean, like, you know, if you want to look back to during the time of the Attitude uh, Attitude Era, you know, you had you had The Rock, Stone Cold Steve Austin, Undertaker, HBK, Triple H. Jericho. Jericho. Like, all these high names. Booker T. Booker T, even, yes. You know, you had all these names that are now, like, huge names, but... Now, now in in today's world, it's Cena, Orton, and then everyone else trickling down. You know, <clears throat> like there's nothing wrong with having multiple top guys. Yeah, you know, all fighting for the title. There's nothing wrong with that. 
I'm interested to see uh, when Batista's going to poke his head around. Yeah. Because I feel like while well, I was reading stuff about them saying they were having creative differences about how he was presented when he came back. Yeah. It kind of feels like if he's done with his PR shit and you have him on some kind of contract, like why wouldn't you bring him back as a baby face right now where like he's like riding the Guardians momentum? Oh, put yeah. him in some fucking Drax tights. I don't know. Put, <laughs> put the fucking Guardians logo on his tights and like put him back out there. I don't no, know. That, that, would, that would go over his head. Wouldn't go over his head. Reflex is too fast. He would catch him. <laughs> so <laughs> people would eat that shit up, you know. Like just come out, you know, be sincere, talk about the movie, how it was mm-hmm. great, you how know, would, just to be all fun and stuff like that. People are gonna get behind you, you know. Would you yeah. bring him back as a babyface or who? <sighs> and how would you bring him back? Because presumably he's like open to coming. He's either on some sort of deal or or word like handshake deal where he's supposed to be coming back, right? Or He's on good terms. I don't think about. that's the bad part for me. I, on top of my head, I can't think of a way to bring him back. I mean, hell, if you bring him back, bring him back as a heel, saying, "Hey, you know, uh, you can talk to Roman Reigns, saying you and I have some unfinished business, going back to the Evolution and and Shield, you know, big guy versus big guy, and that could be like another name, sort of like the Mark Henry and Sheamus feud that you could have in between now and WrestleMania." The fucked up thing is, I feel like he would get over as a babyface now that Brian's out. I feel like he could. <laughs> well, that was the I only would, reason why they turned on him because you know oh. because of the whole Brian thing. Sure, because uh, the Royal Rumble thing. That's the only reason. Sure, when he came back on Raw, the crowd was hot for him. I, truth be told, I would have his. I would have had his ass there the week after Guardians did monster numbers at the box art at the box office in Guardians of the Galaxy tights. I would be <laughs> talking about. I don't Get know. the whole cast to come down to Raw. <laughs> I would bring him out as Drax fucking the Destroyer, man. I don't know. <laughs> That's his new character. He's like Drax. I don't know who Dave, but he doesn't talk that much. <laughs> I don't know. I just feel like, uh, I don't know. I'm probably overstating it, but I'm just, I don't know. I feel like. Way, sorry to cut you off, but his uh, his performance uh, in Guardians of the Galaxy won my girlfriend over with him. She was like, I didn't like him going in this movie. I liked him now. Like He's a, he's a good guy. <laughs> She, she was like, he stood out in the movie to me. Like, everyone's been talking about, oh, it's it's Rocket. It's Bradley Cooper as Rocket that that stole the show. And she was like, no, it was Batista. Hey, when you get a chance, show her the man with the iron fist. Is that it, right? Man with the yeah. iron fist. Show her that movie. With the uh, brass body? Yeah. <laughs> Maybe. I don't know. I feel like that would be kind of a step back in Batista's acting career. He, he, has, like la- he has launched himself into like the movie. stratosphere. Yeah, that's so, a pretty good deal if you're in a Marvel movie. Yeah. You're going to be in another one. Yeah. Possibly making, two more. Making that money. So, uh, yeah. So, but, would you would you call, if you were on good terms with him, or if you already have some sort of deal in place, would you call him back right now? Assuming that he's free? Sure. Why not? Because, like, if you... Well, if you had something. Why him. wouldn't you try to capitalize well, off I, of the publicity of Guardians? Well, I think he said in, in an interview that he prefers to be heel. Right. Like, if he were to come back, he wants to play a heel. He doesn't sure. want to be a... He doesn't want to be cheered. He wants to be booed. So, like I said, bring him back. Have him feud with Roman Reigns. And then after that, you can have Roman Reigns feud with Sheamus and, and Mark Henry. That, that would be a good... You know, that would be a good two months that he could feud with Batista, I, I think. 
You know, I just saw something. You know, it's like, you know how many people that have got guests to come in, they promote their own shit? Yeah. Why didn't they get Dave? I mean, I, of course, Marvel and them, they don't need promotion. They've they've gotten the bag, yeah. whatever. But still, you know, that's a way to capitalize. You know, we have a guy that's for WWE, but he's in a big Marvel movie, too, you know? Right. Why not? It was kind of confusing. Like, anytime, like, Cena or The Rock have a movie, they'll promote the hell out of it. But, uh... Nothing for, for Batista. Hey, want to send congratulations out to Batista? Oh, yeah. Marvel and Disney said they don't need your help, WWE. <laughs> oh. Well, they did fucking crush at the box office. Yeah. Highest opening for a movie in August ever, so not too shabby. I guess that's not like a typical month that movies do good or something? Uh, well, I think it's on the it's on the back side of the big summer blockbuster. Yeah, everyone's saving their money for school supplies and... All that books. I'm saving my money for Guardians. Yeah. Yep. There you go. So, uh, yeah. So I don't know, but you know, Roman Reigns. He's he's a future guy, but um, just he needs a little time to to be groomed. Um, hey, it has to grow on me because whenever like you just told me about your thoughts of like Roman Reigns and Brock Lesnar, I'm like wrinkly face over here. I'm like, hmm, really? Yeah. I know so, it sounds bad, but like I just don't picture that. Yeah. I mean, but I mean, they can give him time. I mean, I'm I'm trying to picture their stare down, you know, in the ring together, looking face to face. I could I could buy into that, um, but like that. you know, like I said, he he still needs a little bit of time. But uh, diving back on into Raw, the next matchup we got to see Seth Rollins going up against RVD. Um, this matchup I thought was uh, was a pretty good showing. Uh, Seth Rollins ends up getting the victory. Uh, anything to really take away from the matchup? No, good work. Solid. Solid. All right. Um, after the matchup, Seth Rollins was getting ready to walk up the uh, the ramp, and they had all these presents lined up for Hulk Hogan because it was for his birthday you would celebration. Think that, you would think is he he spotted that present like, hey, poke through it, right? Just like, uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna peek in the present, but I'm put my ear to the present. Yeah, so yeah, uh, hear someone breathing. He walks up to the the stage, walks over to the presents, kind of looks around, and is like, oh man, that's the that's the silliest. It was too idea. obvious. He made it obvious. Yeah, he was like, oh, that's the silliest idea ever. He wouldn't do that. And sure enough, there's Dean Ambrose popping out of a present and going nuts and berserk, chasing Rollins uh, back up to the to the ring, hitting him a couple times and. Rollins escapes and Dean Ambrose grabs the mic and is like, "Oh, don't you know? You better get all the running out of your system because come Sunday you aren't going to be able to run since it's going to be a lumberjack match." And he said, "It's only going to be nine ninety nine on the network, but I'm going to get my money's worth of kicking your ass." And yeah, it came across like really lame <laughs> because of how they did it. But if 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 Seth Rollins was just walking up the ramp mm-hmm. and as he was walking up the ramp. Ambrose just shot the fuck out of the present and started right. clobbering him. <laughs> it would have been surprising and everyone would have been like fine oh. with it. Yeah, but the way he like went up to it, like mimed around it. The way he was like, oh, I sense his presence. That line was so stupid. Like he must sense his presence. Ah, it's a pun. He has presents and presents. Okay. But seriously, if he was just walking up the ramp and they were shooting him from behind and then Ambrose just fucking shot out of there without him going up there and like Padding it out, you know, yeah. it would have been fine. It would have been fine to do that. Yeah. I did see a picture that made me chuckle. It was, uh, you know, the Shockmaster falling down, yeah. and then underneath it, it was Dean Ambrose coming out, and it was like, finally, someone did it right. So, interesting stuff. What's what's Dr. Seuss calling for? Someone's vibrator. Yeah. Probably uh. checking on my knee. Uh. Yeah, he can check on that later. So, uh, um, I'll make a little plug. Plug. 
Uh, so have y'all seen? What was it? I think it was last week's uh, Nightmare, or Nightmare Pro Wrestling uh, Monday Night Draw. Was it? Uh, Dean yeah, Ambrose tearing up, up the, the contract. Yeah. I gotta say, I mean, uh, John does great work, but I love his, um, I love his uh, Dean Ambrose sketches. Yeah, it was really good. He's getting, he's getting a lot of praise on that too. Yes, a lot of people on, are uh, showing. Yeah, on the art section of WWE.com yeah. or whatever, a lot of people are sharing his stuff. So, a lot of yeah. people uh, are stealing some of his his artwork too. What? Yeah, like they're they're taking the pictures and posting it as their own and all that. And so, really, are, yeah. Well, he That's does sign good. it, doesn't he? he yeah, does. he signs it. Yeah, he signs and it. And people are still doing it. They just Photoshop it out? I guess. Wow. Or are they just stupid enough to share it with his name on it? Probably both. <laughs> yeah, but I probably shouldn't have given anyone any idea. <laughs> but no, like people are are posting their art, his artwork as theirs and dumbass. well, I, dumbasses. I mean, obviously we're I'm fr- we're friends with the guy, so we're yeah. friends on Facebook. But I always see him post like. They make he makes like the WWE like fan art section like mm-hmm. all the time or whatever. So yeah, and the uh, the superstars they'll get some of them you know see them and they repost Retweet on Twitter or you know. I mean it's undeniable he has a recognizable style like you know what I mean yeah yeah. I check out stuff uh, nightmare pro nightmare wrestling. Pro wrestling. Yeah. good stuff from them. Check out their comics in there. And you can also buy a poster featuring our sweet faces on there. <laughs> our sweet asses. Yeah. Tyler's ass being lifted in the air by Doug, who is lifted in the air by me. I would like to say that I do not consider my face to be sweet in the least. What would you consider it? Sexy. Sexy. Mm. No. Sexy Doug. <laughs> Are you looking at me? I don't know. We're waiting for an answer. What would you consider your face? Nothing. I don't know. My, I consider my face my face. Dashingly Doug. No. Your face looks like no. your face. No. <laughs> but yeah, I just wanted to bring that up, though. Yeah, great work, great work, very good work, John. Keep it up. So uh, next up, we got to see a uh, very interesting segment between Stephanie McMahon and Brie Bella. Um, I don't enjoy it. It was I really don't. This stuff. was really bad work. You know, like, hey, let's take a page out of you know TNA's book. On well, this well, one. They, I know that he's gone, but that's like, different. <laughs> that, I, I've seen some people saying that, and that's different. And here's why now. The AJ angle was all about the angle with AJ was all about did he actually cheat? Did he actually get her pregnant? Like their whole angle was you like trying to they wanted you to be like is he isn't he? Like did he cheat? Did he get her pregnant? Did he did not? This was clearly just Stephanie's like being a total asshole and being like I made this girl come out here and lie just so that you can get slapped and I can turn the tables on you. So it's different. It's not like it wasn't an angle well, about. They both got terrible actresses. True, true, true. <laughs> they both had cheating plot lines. You know what that? See, I don't think it's a plot line. It's it, it's it was. See, I think it's different. The AJ TNA angle was about cheating. This was not about cheating. It was just like this I was slept a, with him. <laughs> this, this was about Stephanie fucking Brie over. This was not about cheating. It was clearly like untrue. It was clearly untrue. The TNA thing, they wanted you to buy into it and wonder if he did it or not. It's completely different in my I am I'm not really behind all this stuff. And it's like, I guess, like, just to use, I mean, they're, oh, yeah, Daniel Bryan cheated. Like, no one's going to believe that. I know yeah. it's part of the storyline, but I'm like, yeah, they really want to do that. And I'm like, uh, you can't accuse our boy D. Bryan of doing something like yeah, that. Yeah, he's not even here. Look, Stephanie's been, like, really good. Um, 
as like a lead like hill authority figure but they jumped the shark in the angle with, at this point like yeah. this is where they they left they lost a lot of momentum on this one can't believe you did that debra yeah so you know Bree slaps this megan chick and whatever blah, blah, blah. it was bad can we just jump ahead to what happened later in that night instead of talking about it later? Sure, sure. So we can just get it out of the way because uh, we already kind of mentioned. Yeah, because because uh, Bree slapped Megan, attacked Stephanie. Oh, you remember her name? Yeah. Well, I wrote it down. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, but Stephanie was like, "Oh, that's it. We're gonna settle this tonight." Ha ha. So um, you know, later on in the night, Bree comes out and gets ready for her match. Stephanie's music hits, and she comes out still in her normal attire. And saying, oh, man, due to circumstances, we can't have our match tonight. Uh Um, But I just thought I'd let you know that Megan decided to press charges. So you're going to jail tonight. Um, And we have two officers come out and uh, place Bree in the handcuffs and found it very odd that they had to read from the Miranda card. Yeah, um, I saw that. I was like, oh, he's a new cop. He's new. <laughs> yeah, this is, you know, this is that buddy cop movie that we're, that we're all... What? In the issue of fairness... In the issue of fairness. I have seen episodes of cops where the cops have read the Miranda rights from card before. Just to make sure they get it right? Okay. Was this in your instance, or was it in a different instance? No, I saw it on TV. Oh, okay. An episode okay. of cops. I've seen, more than once, I've seen cops <laughs> read from the guard. Okay. So, I mean, I'm just saying in the issue of fairness. Were they okay. new? I don't know. Okay. We'll chalk it up to the possibility of them. Maybe it's like a requirement for like the first year or so they have to read it. Don't know. Not a cop. Don't know any cops. Let's um, be cops. Let's not be cops. Um, <laughs> don't you like how the they went to that commercial right after the cops? <laughs> yes. People impersonating officers and then, hey, let's be cops. All right. Yeah. Nothing can go wrong, right? So. This is super illegal. <laughs> so uh, very interesting stuff to see. But, uh, yeah, so Bree gets arrested. Boo-hoo. Um, so now we've got <laughs> next. <laughs> now we've got jailbirds fighting at SummerSlam. She's um, out of jail. She is out of jail. Yeah, she posted, the report on WWE.com. Yeah. And yet we haven't seen a single mugshot for either of these people, which is weird. Um, so next up, we got to see Jack Swagger going up against Cesaro. Um, the We the People feud that we never, I, I we never knew got. that Swagger would be going over. Oh, yeah. You got to build for his feud. And Cesaro, at the moment, does not have a match at SummerSlam. He'll probably be one of the Lumberjacks. So um, Jack Swagger gets the win. Cesaro gets another loss, unfortunately. And Zeb... Gets in the ring, starts cutting a promo over Lana and Rusev. Explosion! As, as soon as they get ready to do the We the People the explosion, the flag drops down. Whoa, where did that flag come from? Swagger got Rusev'd! <laughs> That's what it, that, was the, uh, that was the idea that I had been talking about uh, a couple weeks ago. If I, you know, but it would ha- it would have happened. I remember I was here. I know. Well, I'm just I'm letting you. Kn- I'm reminding you, and I'm reminding the listeners that that was my idea, and it has been stolen, and they just switched it a little bit. You ain't getting a check. I'm never getting those checks. Never getting that money. I remember we we played out like prank scenarios for Swagger. We you were just like swag. Right. We we did a whole a bit of them. yeah. <laughs> you got jacked, but now you Off. got you got Rusev. So, whatever. So, mm. Lana and Rusev cut a promo. So, uh, next up, we got to see uh, an air quote interview between uh, Bray Wyatt and Chris Jericho uh, sitting together backstage. Um, Bray Wyatt did most of the talking, basically talking about how he does not have a conscience and 
you know, he's going to do a lot of bad things to Chris Jericho and calling him a savior. Jericho responds by saying, I'm no savior. I'm a survivor. I've lasted in this business for 15 years. And, you know, you don't know what I'm capable of. I have many faces and you don't know which one you're going to see at SummerSlam. What do you think about this, Doug? It was an awful, awful pile of shit. <laughs> really? It was, it was, it was as... I rolled my eyes as hard as <laughs> as the uh, Stephanie and Brie like pop oh, wow. Really? I thought, I thought they were both like parallel, like they're both as bad TV. Wow, I'd bad, say bad TV. I'd say the Jericho Bray was better. What? That's just my opinion. Yeah, I agree. I don't think it was like super great, but yeah, I it, it, wasn't, it wasn't amazing. Like it was, cool. it was one of those. Oh, cool! We haven't seen something like this in a long time. I thought it was. I, I seriously thought it was like super bad. It was like soap opera bad. I was like. <laughs> You're waiting for like the music in the background to start playing. Well, it felt like you know how they sh- like. I don't know what kind of film they used to shoot soap operas, but it felt like it was a different film. Like it well, they looked do have different. soap opera writers, so could you really expect too much more? Well, <laughs> I don't know. I thought this was bad TV. I thought this was as bad as the breeze. <laughs> and you know when the writers pitch this, it'd be like, "Trust me, this is my field of specialty. I know how to make this good." You don't just- know wrestlers, fool. <laughs> I thought it was real, real bad. Lay into it, Doug. Don't hold back. No, I did. I said, what do you mean I'm not holding back? I just called it a quote. Well, I, thought, I said, quote, awful, awful piece of pile of shit. And uh, how did I? <laughs> I was not cutting back. I said it was terrible. <laughs> he wants more. We need he more. more. Come on. You know, we got to get the fans talking. Come on. Times <laughs> infinity? No. <laughs> damn. That's it. <laughs> All right. Times infinity, son. <laughs> Tyler, what did you think about this uh, interview? I did chuckle. Sorry to cut you off. I did chuckle a little bit at you know Michael Cole starting the thing and Bray's like, uh, "You can go, just go." Get the bricks. Yeah, I don't know. It was weird. I I know it was cheesy. <laughs> I like the the feel it had, but I when you have Bray Wyatt and he always talks. Like at the beginning, I was like, "Oh, this is pretty cool," but it's like to me when he talks. What are you saying? Yes, and then you have Jericho, which the face Jericho, which I just, just don't give a shit. I mean, what I are you saying? Yeah, so it's like. <laughs> I love Jericho, don't get me wrong, but I used to be like, oh, Jericho's my favorite wrestler, Jericho's the man, now I'm like, yeah. eh, you know, like, Jericho's still good, doing? but it's not like Jericho is my guy right now, you know? Right. He's still in his greatest hits form. <sighs> yeah. How <laughs> Doug says, yeah. Everyone was just waiting for him to say hypocrite, but uh, yeah, so uh, very weird. Um, a lot of people were saying it might be too little too late to build for their feud, um, but I don't mm-hmm. know. I feel like a lot of the feuds for SummerSlam have been kind of poorly built here lately. But uh, they're not about that. They're all about the main event. So uh, next matchup, we got to see Eva Marie going up against AJ. I missed the beginning part of that. You didn't miss a whole lot. The match was really short. Um, You know, the match gets underway. Uh, AJ gets the upper hand. Paige's music hits. She comes skipping around the ring, causing a distraction. Eva Marie wins with a roll-up. And... uh, Oh, yeah. So, uh, I don't know why, but Eva Marie got the win. Uh, And then she rolled out uh, out of the the ring, blew a kiss to the fans or whatever, and then apparently suffered a terrible neck injury uh, in the process because uh, Paige cut a promo on AJ. Then AJ decided to take her frustrations out on Eva Marie. And uh, that's somewhere along that line. She suffered a neck injury, and she was like, ow. um, Oh, she's legitimately hurt? No. But what I'm saying is, like, the match ended. 
she gave a kiss to the fans, even Marie. Mm-hmm. And then while Paige was talking to AJ, you know, they had their whole thing. And then AJ cuts back to Eva Marie, and they show Eva Marie like, "Ow, oh, oh my neck!" And then like AJ goes on the attack, throws her into the you know the barricade onto the table and all that. So it's like, what the hell happened in those you know two minutes that Paige was cutting her little poem? Maybe she was. Um, she got whiplash from blowing the kid. Maybe she know. was pantomiming the uh, warrior rope shake. I can vouch for that. I'll throw your fucking. <laughs> Once hurt my neck doing that too, so maybe. So uh, true story, bro. (laughs) So yeah, AJ lays waste to uh, to Paige, uh, or not Paige, uh, Eva Marie after the match. They should make a sequel to All Stars, man. That was a pretty fun little game. Yeah, I thought they were because that got better views than Legends of WrestleMania. Reason I say that is because I threw my neck out doing the weird rope shake while (laughs) playing that game. You beat my ass in that game. I wasn't that great in that game. Beat your ass in life, Tyler. <laughs> Come here. <laughs> Step up. Step up. You want something? Let's just tell the truth. Doug made Doug gave Tyler those staples in his leg. <laughs> which, Stabbed him. Which, Not, oh, knife I was about fight. To say, what submission fight. hole did you put him in to like pop the bone out through the skin? And knife him? knife fight. I knife was fight. running towards him and I was trying to do the Daniel Bryan knee. He had a knife <laughs> <laughs> slice. So uh so yeah. So next up we got to see John Cena come out, cut a promo. His, uh, you know, fired up. I've been here through the years. I've seen and heard it all. You know, let's go Cena. Cena sucks. And I had to laugh at one part because I feel like <laughs> he was suckering the crowd in at the end of this promo. Oh, yeah. But then you had the regular fans. It's like, because he was saying, oh, you want Cena to turn. Yeah. And, like, you're playing on them because they said that people want you to turn heel. Mm-hmm. But what you mean is you're going to do some bad things. You're, you're going to be like a different John Cena at SummerSlam. Yeah. So some people are like, yeah, but I think some people are like, that still doesn't mean shit. Yeah. But, I mean, I I kind of chuckled at that. Yeah. So, uh, <laughs> and uh, what was it that he said? It was something about, you know, I'm not in it for the money or the, you know, or I'm not all about the hat and I'm not all about the shirt while he's wearing new merchandise. So, um Found that to be kind of comical, but it was a good promo from well, Cena. He didn't, he didn't say I'm not all about this. He was saying people are saying when's it going to stop being about the shirt? When's it going to stop being about that? Right. So he was taking it off. As he was saying. Right. It so. wasn't. It wasn't quite as hypocritical as people were making it out to be. It wasn't be like. It's not like he's like look at all my new shit. It's not about this new shit. He was like. <laughs> he, he was saying Which it is available from, now on WWE.com. Right. So it wasn't quite that hypocritical as people. Parents. People people love to slog like Cena, so of course they took it there, but. He was saying, people are asking John Cena, when's it going to stop being about the new shirt? When's it going to stop being... That's what he was saying. Right. But the promo itself was really good. Um, You know, he made the final stand of saying, you know, that, you know, Lesnar, if you're saying that this is your house, this ring is your house, you got an intruder in there, come and get me out. Um, But Lesnar was nowhere to be seen. So Come get some. So what were your thoughts on the, on this, on the promo? It was definitely above average promo. Mm-hmm. Uh, so there were steps where he lost me along the way, but I felt like overall he did enough to like sell me on the match. Okay, keep you interested. So, uh, so good stuff. But uh, next up, we got to see Heath Slater going up against Dolph Ziggler. Um, really weird because, like you know, last week Heath Slater was playing the role of the face. You know, but Slater this Gator, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think Slater Gator is undefeated, also, aren't they? 
Uh, Are they like three and zero or some shit? I don't know. I haven't been following them too much. Are they just on uh, main event and superstars, or are they on SmackDown as well? Because I know on Raw he's been he's been doing the solo route, and he's been well, doing really well. I only saw the first hour of SmackDown this week because I switched over to watch Evolve Thirty One. Nice. Ooh. So how was that? Um, it was a solid show. Uh, you know, Evan Bourne. Was there Drew Galloway? Drew Galloway, aka Drew McIntyre, was on the show. Russell Chris. Uh, Evan Russell Bourne. Chris he did. He was his old name. He was. Uh, oh yeah. No, no, no. Bourne. He was. Uh, what's it called? Matt Sydal. Matt Sydal. Matt Sydal. Yeah. Yeah. That's cool. I mean, spoiler: if you don't care, like Galloway beat Hero for the belt, like on the first night. Really? Wow. Yeah. His first match with the company, he bought. He he beat Hero for the belt. Hmm. Yeah. That's nuts. Hmm. Seidel wrestled Gargano the first night, Ooh. and uh, he wrestled he, r- wrestled he wrestled <laughs> he wrestled Ricochet the second. That's racist. <laughs> he racialed. Racial. <laughs> he wrestled. Sorry. Right. He wrestled Ricochet the second night. Right. Um, he only only two matches. Uh, Galloway wrestled. He beat Hero for the belt the first night. He retained. Who did he wrestle the second night? Oh, the second night he wrestled Anthony Nice, and the uh, third night Ricochet wrestled Galloway. Titled. Not title versus title, but they both uh, both had their title. They're both champs. Um, another question off the subject. Um, when do you think our DVDs and stuff from our uh, New Orleans thing, you know, when they put them on DVD? Well, the Ring of Honor one's already Ring out. of Honors, yeah. That's, and I already sorry. own that. Yeah, that, and I have to get that. The Dragon but. Gate Evolve shows are so far behind, like, production schedule. They've said we're starting with this past weekend they did a triple shot of all 31, of all 32, of all 33. They said, we're going to start from there. We're going to start right into production of these three events so that we can be up to date finally. And then they said, we're going to start working backwards from there. So eventually you'll get <laughs> the A couple years, maybe. You can you could probably watch the uh, the watch it on demand on their site, but there's not a hard copy. Yeah, yet. I like the physical. Yeah. Forms. I'm going to pay. I'm going to pay to watch it forever. Sure. But they do have a, they have some cool duels. I don't know. I don't know if they have it because uh, I was paying like I pay like thirty bucks for a show, and they gave they would give me I could watch it live, I could get the on demand, and I can get the DVD when it comes out for like thirty bucks or whatever. But I don't Sweet. know if I don't know if retroactively like you can get the on demand and the DVD for like the the, the lower price or whatever. Hmm. But uh, I don't know. There was there were some solid shows. I don't think anything was too like off the charts crazy. They did like the stall battle again. They had Gulak and uh, Timothy Thatcher and Biff Busick. This guy did like a round robin, uh, yeah, uh, style tournament with uh, this dude named James Radine. He was like a zero one guy. I think he built he he beat like Masato Tanaka for the zero one title or something. Nice. He didn't really ma- he didn't really mesh with their style, but he just kind of seemed like a guy they needed like a fourth guy to do a round robin. <laughs> I mean, he was fine, but. It was solid shows. I don't have any complaints, really. Cool, very cool stuff. Have to check that out one day. But uh, but yeah, so Heath Slater goes up against Dolph Ziggler, ends up getting the win. Heath Slater ends up getting the win via countout uh, after a distraction from the Miz, and Ziggler went chasing after Miz and end up getting a countout from that. Went to go shake Slater's hand, and Slater went to go give a kick of some kind and uh, paid the price for it with a zigzag from Dolph Ziggler. Uh, so that's building the feud between Ziggler and the Miz. Um, next up, we got to see the uh, the main event 
Randy Orton going up against Sheamus. Um, I thought this was good work from both guys. Uh, it was a good build uh, for Orton going into his matchup. Um, you know, and it took a lot to uh, to take out Sheamus. So all in all, it was it was a good finisher for uh, for Raw. What do you think, Doug? I mean, to be completely honest, I'm having trouble remembering anything, any like talking points about it. Like, I don't, yeah. like, I don't uh, know that I have anything. The to RKO say. from the top rope there that you know, Shame, uh, Orton caught Sheamus uh, into the uh, into the RKO to get the win. So, uh, but it was a, it was a solid matchup. I enjoyed it. How about you, Tyler? I did not catch that. Didn't catch it. Okay. So, uh, so that takes us into the uh, Hulk Hogan birthday celebration special guests. Uh, me and Gene Okerlund, Jimmy Hart. Uh, Brother. Yeah. Ric Flair, Rowdy Piper, uh, Mr. Wonderful, and even uh, the NWO, Scott Hall and Kevin Nash, got a little NWO reunion. So good stuff from them. Uh, they started to sing Happy Birthday and are interrupted by Brock Lesnar. Uh, he comes down and, you know, sort of shoulder checks uh, um, Piper and stares down Flair and then finally settles his eyes on uh on Hulk Hogan, and then uh, Cena comes down to sort of chase him off. They kind of have a stare down, and Cena's like, "Come on, man! You want you want to take me out of your house? Bring it on!" You know. So, uh, but Lesnar decides <laughs> Lesnar decides to uh, step away and not fight for free. And you know, what I thought they were going to do because I know if I wouldn't uh, back down. He he did the Roddy Piper thing, and he got in Flair's face. I thought he was going to like bow up to like Kevin Nash. Yeah. So I'm like, huh, I kind of would like to see that a little bit. Mm-hmm. How about how about you, Doug? What do you think about this segment? Um, I sort of have mixed feelings about it because on one hand, I felt like it was real effective and it accomplished a lot in the way of making people want to boo and hate Brock Lesnar, which I feel like is sometimes hard to do just because his opponent's Cena and the crowd's so 50-50 on Cena. Right. That you're going to pick up, like, detractor like uh fans from cena people who hate cena yeah so there's a likelihood that brock's gonna get cheered especially with a guy like Heyman, who's a good talker like people would gonna want to cheer that so i felt like ultimately it was effective in making this guy hateable right, right? um <laughs> some of the problems i have when they do things like this is that when you have your roster standing out on the on the thing and you got your baby faces part of their roster watching brock Ru- Brock Lesnar walked past them to go like fuck with all the uh, the le- legends. I mean, they're, yeah. they're they're older gentlemen, so it's, it's it's not like those guys need to buck up and be like, okay, I'm gonna fight. It's fine for them to be like, we're fucking old, we're not fighting this yeah. guy, right? <laughs> so I feel I saw what you did to the Undertaker. I don't want none. Of right. So Duh. <laughs> I feel like I feel like it hurts your babyface roster to stand up there and wa- watch Brock walk right past them to go to go. Obviously, not he's not going to that ring to do anything nice, right? Right. So I Shake feel their like hands. right, he's not there to pay his respects to anybody, guys. Right. Um. So I feel like that hurts your baby faces. Now, they would you, were. Would you be able to argue to say that the the faces are in fear of Brock Lesnar, so they didn't want to get in his way? Well, sure, it makes Brock Lesnar look good. I'm not arguing that it hurts Brock's credibility. Right. I'm I'm arguing that it hurts the like, rest uh, of the roster's credibility. Know, strength I, in numbers, guys. <laughs> I feel like it's better for and I feel like it's better for your baby faces to step up to Brock and get tossed to the side than to stand there and do nothing. Mm-hmm. 
I would respect the baby face more to be like, hey, no, man, that's you're not fucking going down there. And Brock just fucking pie faces him off the stage. <laughs> I would respect the baby face more for stepping in the path right. than to stand there holding his dick while Brock Lesnar walks by him down to the ring, right? Mm-hmm. If you notice, Roman Reigns wasn't on that stage. Right. And why? Because they're smart enough to know that you can't have your 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 next in line big top dog baby face not step up to Brock Lesnar. Mm-hmm. So if you're smart enough to realize that, you should be start, smart enough to realize that it makes all those other guys look like chumps too. Yeah. Heels, it doesn't matter. They can stand there and laugh for all it fucking matters. Right? <laughs> it doesn't matter. But <laughs> even you're been pretty funny, There's right? <laughs> yeah, but I'm just I, picturing Cesaro. Right, doing but it. a guy like uh, I don't know, like Sheamus or whoever. Sheamus may not have been out there because he just had a match. I don't know. Right. None of your top baby faces were out there. Guys that they knew couldn't stand there and be like. But even it's it's fine for your jobber baby faces to get jobbed out by a Lesnar. Just don't right. make them look like punks. Like if they step up and say, if Kofi Kingston, we're assuming he's back to the babyface now, yeah. or they never they never really made a move with those guys. So right. if Kofi Kingston says, "Fuck no, Brock, that's not cool," and Brock just fucking punches him one shot off the stage, that's fine because at least Kofi Kingston said, "No, this is not. I'm not going to not let, cool, dude." Right. That's all it takes, right? Because no one expects Kofi to be competitive with yeah. Brock Lesnar. I mean, it's the same. It's the same concept they did whenever they had the walkout on Triple H. How they kept Sheamus and uh, Punk and Cena away from that crowd that walked out on him. So right. the next week they were like, "Oh, we didn't. We never walked out on you. That right. wasn't us." So it's the same thing. Like you said, Roman Reigns wasn't on stage to to do anything. So they they were smart enough to know that Roman couldn't be out there. Yeah. So they should have been smart enough to know a lot. Uh, they should have just not had anyone on the stage. Right. It was. They could have just had everyone go to the ring on the old guys. Right? right, that would have been fine, but ultimately, I felt like it did go a long way into making people hate Lesnar. Because me, as a Le- I'm a Lesnar fan, I'm a Heyman fan, and I enjoy like what those guys do. But even I, I'm like, oh no, you're an asshole, Brock. See, so if I know it was mm-hmm. effective for me in the heat of the moment, I know it's effective for a lot of other people. As well. Right. So I, that gripe aside, I felt like it was effective as far as making him hateable for the match. Or even like, what if you were to just. I mean, I know he walked past them like they weren't even there, right? Which is, you know, kind of the point. Which You're is, which is me. why I think no one interfered because they're not meant to really be there. There's, oh hey, yay, great, you know, happy birthday. But you know, I think if he would have stopped <laughs> right at the ramp, turned around, and like pointed at them, I mean, like y'all stay there, like don't y'all move, and then then gone to the ring. I feel like that might have been a little more effective as well. I think that's even worse. I think that it's oh, really? better for Brock. All this makes Brock look like a million bucks. I'm not arguing. Yeah. Like, <laughs> them being afraid to, to, to step to Brock works wonders for Brock. Right. But it makes them look like jackasses. Yeah. So, but, but, they, he, but if he said, but if he were to stop and turn around and be like, don't move because I'm about to go do some fucked up shit, <laughs> and then you still don't step by, I think it's more arguable that you could say, it's more feasible in my mind to be like, well, I know he's got a bad reputation, but he didn't act like he was going to do anything when he walked by me, so I didn't know if he was or not. Right. Then if he turns on your points, then you know he's not going down there to do anything nice, right? <laughs> well, okay, so you are building up Brock Lesnar. This is this is obviously the point. You're trying to get him to be one of the most hated men to where the baddies, they're not going to do anything. The good guys, questionable. Well, the bad guys don't have anything at stake. Right. So, so it's going to drive fear into the locker room. We don't know who's going to be able to stop him. And, you know, oh, here comes this blessing from the sky of a Superman punch, and 
Roman Reigns. So that's going to elevate him even more, the one who's going to stand up to Brock Lesnar. So say, say Lesnar wins at SummerSlam, goes through and just demolishes whoever is set in his path. What do you mean, yeah. say? That's what's going to happen. Okay. Well, you know, we're, you know. Oh, we're not at the predictions yet. Okay. Right. Yeah, we're not there yet. So, okay. You're like, you're like, let's say hypothetically fantasy booking guys that Brock Lesnar wins the title at WrestleMania <laughs> and keeps the belt running over everyone until WrestleMania. You're like, what do you mean hypothetically? <laughs> so, you, so you need to drive fear into the locker room. So the good guys, you know, I'm not, I don't want to face him, you know. Just that is inherently a problem for me. Really, I feel like that does not make you a good guy. Yeah, I feel like a good guy like fights the odds, or like even, even if he can't win, even yeah. if he can't win, for or like whoever does stand up to him just gets destroyed. That would have been if they would have just stepped in his way and be like, "Nope, you're not walking by," and he just fucking <laughs> pie faced him off the stage <laughs> and threw a million tables. It wouldn't have mattered to me. <laughs> there are a well, because I don't. The, I'm just, I like that. I'm just imagining like this long row of tables, <laughs> and he's just casually walking them through it as his hand is on their face. This is this is how I can explain my sensibilities about baby faces and about heels. About for heels, it's about results. It doesn't matter how they get them. That's why they don't play fair. That's why they will right. cheat. Baby face is about intent and integrity. Even if he can't win, even if he never, even if he doesn't stand a chance of stopping Brock. He should try. That's right. what makes him a good guy. So it was not that they couldn't stop him. It's that they should have tried, even right. if they couldn't. That's what makes you a hero. Yeah. But that's that's that was Cena's job in sure. swaying, swaying him off. Sure, but he could have tossed a couple of jobbers off the side before <laughs> Cena got there. That would be awesome. Or, or just don't have them all out on the stage holding their dicks while right. everything's going down. But then people would have been like, well, where were these people? Oh. Well, at least they were in the back. At least you could feasibly argue, well, they were in the back. It would have taken long. Like, Cena got there first. At least yeah. you could say that, right? And then You also, could be like, well, Cena's locker room is way more closer. Why are you joking? I think just when I was drinking Coke, Coke and, like, they're standing with their dicks in their hands. When you said that, <laughs> and it almost came out my nose while I was drinking Coke. Oh. Does it burn? Yeah. <laughs> so. Sorry. Yeah. That no, was that's a good, good one. That's uh, good. I like that. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah. So Cena comes out and saves the day, and and all that. So. Ultimately, it was effective. Yeah, that's a, a quibble for made, the other. Side. Made Lesnar look strong, sure. which that was the original intent. More, so. more than made him look strong, made him look like a dick, which I think is more ultimately more important because people buy that he's a badass. Party's over, Grandpa. Yeah, I I'm sort a mercenary. Of, I sort of love that he was just. I sort of love that he had the nerve to like fucking shoulder thrust like yeah. Piper got in Flair's face like. Punk. It's a bold man. I thought it was Pipe pretty. Face. It, I uh, thought it was pretty funny that uh, Flair, like, he didn't flinch when Lesnar did the check, and uh, and then he just starts laughing at him. So, he's like, <laughs> so. I like uh, I like how Scott Hall put. Uh, did he put Fink or did he put Jimmy Hart in front of him? when when uh, Lesnar came out? Scott Hall put. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> he, he, it was either Fink or Jimmy Hart. He put no, them in front. It wasn't Fink because Fink wasn't there. Uh, I'm sorry, not it Fink. Was Jimmy uh, Hart and uh, Mean, mean Gene. Gene. Mean Gene. I'm sorry, my bad. Yeah, and, uh, and one I of fl- those two, he like put him in front of him. <laughs> and I, yeah, and then Jimmy Hart went behind him. He was like, uh, "No, no, I gotta, I gotta go over here. I gotta watch my haircut." So, uh, <laughs> so yeah, so that's so pretty much. Lesnar is a badass dick. Yes. So. Uh, and- so that's pretty much how we close out Raw, which makes us, you know, we I think we need something. Everybody, 
I would say most people like it, are interested in the Cena listener thing. Yeah, and that's the one that they're, that's that's the match that they're building towards. Like I said earlier, you know that they're, they're not really putting a whole lot of focus into some of the other feuds. This is the one. Like you know, they're the biggest match of the boom, summer. Blah blah boom, blah. So, uh, so with that being said, we got to hear those picks. We, we got to, to hear those picks. picks. We got to hear those picks. With our SummerSlam predictions taking place this Sunday on the WWE Network for only $9.99. I'm getting my money's worth. Yeah, you are getting your money's worth. You're not I was paying Jack. Dean Ambrose. You ain't paying Jack for that. I was that. copying Dean Ambrose. So, um, Stop picking your ass. That's not what we're talking about. Oh, my. So, uh, so yeah. Um, <laughs> so, SummerSlam taking place this Sunday. Um Tyler, do you want to kick things off with the uh, with the match prediction? Oh yeah, it does. Yeah, <laughs> there's no pre. Uh, Not at the moment. Uh, no pre. No pre-show. Uh, no kickoff show announced at the moment. But they could always do one for SmackDown. Uh, but at the time of this recording, no. So, uh, so first matchup, what are you gonna go with? I'm gonna go with the lame one. Randy Orton versus uh, Roman Reigns. Randy Orton versus Roman Reigns. Okay. I'm not looking forward to this. Yeah. <laughs> Ice pick uh, Roman Reigns. Roman Reigns? All right. How about you, Doug? Roman Reigns. I'm picking Roman Reigns as well. So easy sweep there. Um, got to build. Yeah, got to cock that hand. So, uh, cocking hand. So, Doug, what's uh, what's the next matchup going to be for our, for our pro prediction? Pro predictions. Pro Let's go, uh, let's go uh, Y2J Bray Wyatt. All right, Chris Jericho versus Bray Wyatt. Last time Chris Jericho got the upper hand. Who are you going to go with on this one? I'm going to Wyatt this time. Wyatt? All right. How about you, Tyler? Who's it going to be? Who's it going to be? Uh, yeah, I'll pick Wyatt. Yeah. And don't forget that uh, Harper and Rowan are banned from ringside, so it's just Wyatt versus Jericho on this one. So, um Wyatt. But I'm gonna pick uh, Bray Wyatt as well. You're I think pick yeah. Chris Jericho. I think he's I think he's deserved a win. He hasn't had much luck on the pay per view scheme as of late. So. He's above wins and losses. Yeah, it doesn't matter to him. And titles. So. Yeah, so I'm gonna pick uh, Bray Wyatt. All three of us picking Bray Wyatt to win that one. Uh, let's do the Divas Championship. AJ Lee versus Paige. Um, while they have had some interaction with one another. Um, I don't think it's enough to take the title off of AJ Lee, so I'm gonna I'm gonna say AJ retains. Yeah, same here. Same. 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 All right. So looking like a uh, a clean sweep for all of us so far. Um, <laughs> so Tyler, one of us loses, we all lose. Yeah, if one loses, we all lose. Okay, so uh, what we got left? Next up, or we have left the lumberjack match: Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. The flag match: Jack Swagger versus Rusev. The Intercontinental Championship: Miz and Dolph Ziggler. Brie Bella versus Stephanie McMahon. And the main event: Lesnar and Cena. Flag match player. Flag match. Jack Swagger versus Rusev. Rusev got the upper hand last time via countout. Who's he going to be? I'm going to go with We the People to win. Not Jack Swagger, just a chant. We the People. <laughs> no Jack Swagger. Jack Swagger to win? Mm-hmm. Final answer? Yes. Okay. Doug? Take Swagger too. All right. It's clean sweep. I'm picking Swagger as well. Um, you know, I think SummerSlam supposed to be the big payoff of the summer um, where is this going to be la oh, like it has they been usually, for the last huh? five years i okay. think so uh so yeah hmm. that's the um that's April when they're going to do the revealing of the 2k15 roster huh the roster they're also going to be doing the randy orton going to present it 
No, this is the end uh-huh. of the... Uh, the dream team of Randy Orton and Ric Flair. The all-star <laughs> team of fucking up at the press releases. <laughs> but no, this is actually the end of the uh, the Scratch logo. There will, there will officially be switching to the new logo, the WWE Network logo. For, On the game? For SummerSlam. Oh, okay. Like, from SummerSlam or from Raw going forward, it's going to be the new... The new er logo. It sounds bad, but it's like I, don't, I just don't care about that. For yeah. really, to be honest. Well, with I mean, you. they've also they've already changed the uh, the WWE Championship title to the new logo on there as well. Uh, I think the belt works better with the new logo. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, mm-hmm. um, so yeah, all three of us picking Jack Swagger, uh, Doug. What what shall be the next for us to discuss? Um, Intercontinental. Intercontinental. Miz versus Dolph Ziggler. Uh, these two have had a odd feud that's been going on. Miz is trying to protect his moneymaker and the Intercontinental Championship. Who are you going to pick? Moneymaker's his ass. I'm not sure. Convince me. Like the, Make a case. I don't know. The, I don't know if this is really much of a case, but it's like I don't feel like really both the men deserve or should have the title. Uh, <laughs> I'll second that. And Sold. <laughs> <laughs> no one wins. <laughs> But I, I don't feel like there will be take, a winner in the match. Well, but none, I mean, it's no, it's possible really for wins. him to take the bell off the Miz. Like, eh. But like, I feel like they shouldn't. They're not going to take yeah. the belt off him. I don't Here's know. A, it's hey, really not too much of a. Thing what are they going to gonna do with Tyler Breeze now that Miz stole his gimmick? <laughs> Protect my face. Uh, hey, hey, guy! You got to try something new. Tyler Breeze is like a cross between Miz's gimmick and Ziggler's looks. Oh, I thought you were going to say Ben Stiller's Blue Steel. Sure, you can do that too. (laughs) One look. It's more than just a look. Is like don't hit me in the face gimmick, right? Yeah. So did they? So they just did they decide that that guy was never going to make it, and he was just a test run for Mrs. Gimmick? That (laughs) sucks. That really sucks. Like like, that motherfucker just took my shit. Like everything I worked for. The only thing I have left is my phone. So, well, uh, Zack Ryder had it before. Oh. <laughs> so, uh, yeah, for me, they haven't done enough either way. Um, you know, you don't want to have a short title run for Miz, but Dude, Ziggler right, hasn't done It doesn't matter, enough. does it? <laughs> it doesn't, yeah. Let's it, say it doesn't, you don't want it, but it, it doesn't really it matter. It doesn't matter for either one. This whole moneymaker protection plan or whatever isn't working for me. Um, He's a movie star. Yeah, I mean, just call him Johnny Cage if you're going to do this. No, um, I don't say that. Yeah, I mean, he's trying. I like John Cage more. That's what he's trying to look like. Um, look, man, unless he's going to start punching people in the dick. I don't <laughs> <laughs> yes. Would, you, dick would, you, would that gain favor of if, him? If he could do a split and punch someone in the dick, <laughs> he would get over with me. <laughs> that's an instant disqualification. He deserves that title that now. Awesome. Finish, that's how he retains the title every time. By de- <laughs> no, dude, I have that replaying in my head from Mortal Kombat 2 when he did that. God. But you can't, you can't, you can't punch the girls down if there. If Miz's new gimmick was he he retains the title by DQ every time because he did the split punch the guy in the dick every time, <laughs> then he would be over with me. <laughs> Put that in the game. <laughs> so uh, as far as the match goes, no no punching of the dick. Uh, <laughs> who, who are you gonna pick to win? Who did you say? Miz. I haven't given. I'll, I'll yeah. I'll go ahead and give my prediction. I'll uh, say Miz is going I didn't to retain. Say, but, uh, I picked Miz though. All right. Well, we uh, we picked all the others the same anyway. I'm going to keep it in line and say Miz. <laughs> Falling to peer pressure. So uh, so clean sweep for Miz to retain. No, who we really pick is to vacate the title. Vacate the title. Yes, we all win on that one. <laughs> 
So, uh, all right, let's do the uh, the lumberjack match: Dean Ambrose versus Seth Rollins. Um, this one, this feud has actually had a, a lot of build. Um, they've been doing a good job <laughs> keeping it, you know, relevant. I guess. Wait, who? Lo- they had a pay per view match last time, huh? No, no, it got canceled. And then that's when there were the whole brawl in the ring, and then brawl out in the parking lot, and all okay, that. Okay, yeah, happened. I remember that. No. So. Um, you know, is is Dean Ambrose finally going to get the one over Seth Rollins, or is Seth Rollins going to get the victory, being Mr. That's, Money in the Bank? That's what I'm hoping. I'm gonna, I want to go with Dean Ambrose. Okay, all right. I think this is a weird, weird one because I think, or I feel like Rollins should go over here, mm-hmm. but I feel like the the stipulation dictates that Ambrose should. Like, if they didn't do a gimmick match, it feels like Rollins should be the guy going over. But when you put that stip on it, it feels like Ambrose has to go over. So I'm going to, unless they do something weird where they stack the deck with the uh, Lumberjacks or something. Yeah. But that's even weird for WWE, right? So <laughs> I guess I'm going to go with Ambrose too. It's just going to end up in a big brawl. And they're just going to be like, screw this. We're just going to have a battle royal. And the winner gets the money in the bank briefcase. <laughs> I don't know. Like, what if the, the authority, like, makes. Like all the lumberjack tools or something. I don't right. Um, I don't know. I think you know you kind of have to go with Rollins in order to maintain the I'm the authority's next top guy. But you also want to have Dean Ambrose get a win. But even if he does win, he's still going to try and stop the cash in. So wait, man, he he stopped it, man. He poured stuff all over the contract. Yeah, and they tore it up. Him another briefcase, or they gave him the same briefcase, but they have copies. Yeah, they made a copy. So um, I don't know. Does Dean really need the win if he's just going to keep stopping the cash in? Like, what's what's the end game with the whole cashing in? How does he stop it? Um, he Ambrose does it. is Ambrose is the hotter act. The people yeah. are behind him as a babyface, right? And Rollins has. The briefcase in his back pocket, so he could be the man whenever they decide to make him. Right. So I feel like it's more important to keep Ambrose hot. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Plus, it's the like I'd hate to see a stipulation match where the babyface gets the heel, a running heel, a running chicken shit heel, and a stipulation match where the heel can't run and he doesn't win. That was, that kind of is like the antithesis right. of like babyface heel dynamics to me. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. So, um, I'll go with, I guess I'll go with Dean Ambrose on that one. Um, so you both pick Dean Ambrose? Mm-hmm. Okay. So, uh, so yeah. All right. Uh, Tyler, we have, uh, two matches remaining. Stephanie McMahon versus Brie Bella. Oh, man of it. Brock Lesnar versus John Cena. Who you I'm going to be pick? nice and do Stephanie, Stephanie, <laughs> Stephanie, Stephanie and, uh, Brie Bella. Stephanie. I thought, I thought Tyler was going to say, I'm going to be, I'm going to be nice and go with the Brock Lesnar and John Cena. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Stephanie McMahon versus Brie Bella. Uh, Triple H is going to be in the corner of Steph. Nikki is going to be in the corner of Brie. Um, some people were talking possible turn for for Nikki. Triple H is going to win. Triple H. Okay. Um, so who are you gonna who are you gonna go with to win? Triple H better use everyone. <laughs> <laughs> Even his wife. Oh, uh, in this room. <laughs> ah, shit. Uh, Brie. Brie. All right. Brie mode. Oh God. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing's gonna happen. How about you, Doug? <laughs> I was dead set on picking Bree until you planted a seed of doubt on me just then. To me? You planted the seed of doubt with the Nikki Hilton. Ah. <sighs> you know what I'm gonna say, Bree. Bree? Alright. 
Bree mode. <laughs> oh, God. That means it's going to be a letdown. <laughs> Just because you are shouting out Bree mode, I'm going to say Stephanie McMahon wins. Damn it. So uh, so this could be the make or break. Yeah. So uh, either either it's going to be a tie between you guys, unless y'all switch on the Lesnar and Cena match, um, or I will be, <laughs> or I will like, be the ah. winner. So, uh, oh, is whatever he picked, that's what you're going to pick? <laughs> No, I knew I knew we're all who we're picking. Oh, okay, so uh, final matchup: WWE World Heavyweight Championship. Brock Lesnar going up against uh, John Cena. Um, the biggest fight of the summer. Boy. Um, boy. Uh, I would have actually preferred to see this be another Extreme Rules match, um, just so that anything could go. But instead, it's going to be a nice. traditional one-on-one -on -one match. Um, Tyler, we'll start with you. Who are you going to pick between Lesnar and Cena? The Brock Lesnar. The Brock Lesnar. Okay. Uh, any particular reason? Because uh, it's his house now. Yeah. Okay. Uh, <laughs> Cena's time is up. Brock Lesnar's time is now. Um, you can't see him. <laughs> Brock Lesnar's time is now. <laughs> yes. That's it. Okay. How about you, Doug? Bork Laser, baby, baby. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Do not. What is wrong with you guys? Uh, so, Brock Lesnar? Yes? Okay, that's what we need. So uh, I'm going to pick Brock Lesnar as well. Pick I'm picking Cena. Brock Lesnar to win and uh, establish dominance. So very interesting. So let us know what you <laughs> thought in the comment section of who your predictions are. But I, I just have dum, to say, guys, dum. those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. Those were some great picks. So, uh, yeah, so good stuff. So, um with that said, it's time to go into some hot topics. Um, yeah, not yet. We're not there yet. So uh, hot topics. Um, for those of you who have been living under a rock the past few days, uh, Alberto Del Rio has been fired from the WWE for uh, apparently misconduct. Uh, apparently slapped a social media employee. Um, and, uh, I know, I know, Doug. This was this was like one of your guys. Uh, so we'll we'll go to you first on on what your thoughts are on this uh well yeah I, i'm a big fan of del rio i think he's a loss to the company i think he's a great wrestler I, I, he's a he's at least a very good wrestler who got fucked over by booking mm. <clears throat> um like what, you, what is he typing oh no we're not talking about that what does it say ben because ben made a post on his facebook and got contacted WWE about it what did he say he claimed. See, I didn't. I didn't want to talk about it. You're making me talk know. about. It. Okay, he, I'm out of the loop. I don't want to be out of the loop. So it said that you know he slapped Del Rio slapped a social media employee. That's right? what we hear. Yes. Right. That's what we hear. Ben, in his infinite wisdom, decided to post on his Facebook claiming that it was him that had been slapped by Alberto Del Rio. <laughs> WWE then received phone calls and emails from from fans of Ben wondering if he was okay, wondering what's going to be done about it. WWE then contacted Ben asking for clarification as to what had happened. Oh, shit. So Ben had to come clean and said it was all work. I was just fooling around. Nothing That's happened. That's the best thing I've heard in forever. People, Ben have quote unquote fans. You know how he is. He promotes himself on the website all the time. Look, Ben's Ben's a lovely guy. We had a lot of fun hanging out with Ben, but He's that's elegant. weird. Yeah. So, uh, so 
So yeah, so that's the Ben story. There you go, Tom. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay, so ADR. Serious uh, time now. <laughs> so what we hear is that this dude supposedly said something about Del Rio that was racist, not in front of Del Rio. Right. Del Rio confronted him about it and demanded an apology. The guy refused. Del Rio gives him a slap. Right. That's what we hear. Del allegedly, right. you know, however you want to word it. Right. Del Rio gets the X. Supposedly, allegedly. Right. Um, first and foremost, I have no sympathy whatsoever in any way, shape, or form if the guy is actually a racist who actually made a racist comment. Mm-hmm. I have no sympathy for you getting the taste slapped from, out of your mouth. From the reports... It was, they were in the catering section, uh, the the person accused... It was Del Rio's job to clean the dishes. Right. The, the person was saying, said, or was told, hey, clean clean your plate up, and the, the person then said, no, that's Del Rio's job, implementing Ugh. a racist comment right. towards super the Hispanic community. Yeah. Instead of slapping him, he should have super kicked him. <laughs> he should have done a lot more than just slapped, but... Listen, I have no... Sim- if, it, if that guy actually is a racist who actually said racist stuff... I have no sympathy for him whatsoever getting the taste slapped mm-hmm. out of his mouth by Del Rio. However, WWE can't have people going around slapping dudes no matter what they say, so you, can't, I cannot fault the WWE for doing what they need to do to handle the situation. Do you think firing, <laughs> termination was the appropriate? I mean, we've had people in the, in the you know, locker room who have <laughs> bribed officers of the law and only received a suspension. Yeah, I'm surprised he didn't get a suspension. So, well, I think the difference between that and this is that imposing violence on someone else, right, is like a, a I think is a more dramatic thing. Mm-hmm. That, that's not, you know, what I'm trying to say. Whatever I'm trying to, you know, like right. that's a more. I mean, we've heard of locker room <clears throat> fights and stuff. Well, like that. Well, it's but... fun to hear about the dudes getting you want like getting in fights. That's all in good fun. And I think if Del Rio got in a f- <laughs> and if Del Rio had gotten in a fight with another wrestler, I don't think he gets fired. Obviously, right. he doesn't get fired because, for one, that plays into their image of being tough guys, and they wouldn't let something like that get out. And it happens all the time. It's we hear about it, and it's like it's mm. fun. But a legitimate like guy who's been trained in mixed martial arts and is also a pro wrestler who's like. 250 pounds, like six foot, whatever, slapping a social media dude. They had to handle that however they had to handle it. Right. And I can't fault them for that. But however, I'm not saying, let me be perfectly clear that I don't have any sympathy for the guy who got slapped if he did actually say that. Right. And I'm not even saying that Del Rio is unjust in doing it. I think it would be, I I don't see, I don't personally have a problem with Del Rio whooping his ass for being a racist. However, WWE can't have people going around uh, committing violence on other people. Right. Uh, so I can't blame them for... You can't just walk around assaulting people. I mean, if you slap someone in the face, you got to go to jail, right? <laughs> Stephanie, free. True. Yeah. <laughs> That's topical. <laughs> but uh, that's all... So, it, so it's a weird story for sure, right? Right. But I don't even think that's... It's not even coming out or whatever. Like no one knows anything, right? Well, that's or who just, knows you know, what. Yeah. You know, okay. So higher, higher, upper management people knows. I know no. a lot of people are up in arms about if the other guy kept his job or not. Right. 
if they investigate it, but we would never know if that guy like lost a job or not because they don't report on those kinds of releases. Right. They they report like corporate releases, like big corporate jobs, and they report talent yeah, the direction. Releases. You know, but they don't like say the social media guy got the axe, so we don't know if that guy got fired or not. Right. Um, if he was found to be guilty, hopefully he also got fired. Yeah. But what I think is like the, and I may just be like uh, really really running with uh, some hypothetical bullshit but i don't think that's the real story here i think the real story is like i'm because supposedly supposedly people say del rio is a guy with a bit of a temper but he does not strike me as a dumb guy right so i have to believe that even if you're a man with a temper i have to believe that del rio is a smart guy who knows that if he puts his hands on that kind of employee he's probably gonna get in a lot of trouble mm -hmm. so i think the real story here is that del rio's already booked for a uh, triple mania uh, AAA's uh, big that's their Wrestlemania event coming up it's already been like announced by their ring announcer tweeted about it and then they've got like graphics with him on it which is confirmed and Del Rio's a guy who said he's who has been saying for a long time now that he was not going to renew his contract with right. WWE it was like five years and he's out well he was not happy like there was talks about him like just hanging it up all together mm -hmm. but I don't know if he wasn't so much getting himself out of his contract. It could have been. Look, obviously, I don't know. And obviously, I don't know anybody who would actually know that. But <laughs> I do know that AAA, I do know that Del Rio was not happy with his position at all. I know that he was a very good pro wrestler who's, who's been hurt tremendously by shitty booking. And he's yeah. probably not happy. And if he was a guy who was already going to hang it up and not renew his contract, he doesn't seem to be a man of money because... He could have signed on again and just played out for more money and said, fuck it, I, they book me however they book me. Right. But, okay, Triple A is a big, I don't know if they're, I don't know, I think CMLL is the bigger company, but Triple A is like number two if they're not equal at CMLL. Right. But they're making big expansions into America. They have a TV show coming out on the El Rey Network this October, supposedly, they're supposed to be shooting late August, early September. They're starting to shoot TV for this stuff. So he's going to Triple Mania, um, which is AA, and they're going to be making expansions into the into American markets. They're trying to expand like New Japan is trying to expand into American markets. Hmm. So I know Conan, because I was his podcast, but whatever, like, <laughs> uh, Conan's been very outspoken about freeing Rey Mysterio. Now, yeah. Rey Mysterio is not being used, but they won't let him out of his contract. Because of his injury time and all that. Right. But they, they're not going to use him, but they won't let him out of his contract. And Conan, Conan's like, is doing this whole thing. He's, he's outspoken about saying they're, they're hijacking Rey. They, they, won't, they won't use him, but they won't let him go. Because he would probably go to AAA as well. Now, if you're, if you're a, a Lucha Libre company who's going to make, who's trying to make expand your market into the uh, the United States, what are three guys you want on your fucking roster? You want Mystico, a.k.a. Sinkara, a.k.a. the now Mysticese, who they already have signed. <laughs> you want Alberto Del Rio, who they just fucking got, and you want Rey Mysterio Jr. If you're a Lucha Libre company trying to get into the American market, those are the three fucking guys you want on your roster because yeah, yeah. everyone's familiar with those guys. They're big names, and even if they don't stay, supposedly the the... American as AAA is going to involve a lot of like uh, independent American talent, but I'm sure that 
in the same way that the Dragon Gate USA style, before they had problems with their work visas, were flying in these Japan guys to to headline these shows. These guys would be very useful in like expanding that. So I don't know that like in the way that Ray can't get out of his contract. Del Rio is not a guy who says I'll get out of my fucking contract. <laughs> I, oh, I'll get out. Well, <laughs> don't worry. Hey, Mike, go over to that guy and say. <laughs> This is all just me, like, fucking yeah. bullshitting, obviously. I'm not making any kind of, like, uh, judgments. I'm just right. saying I, I think this may be the real story here, right? Like, mm -hmm. so... The story they're not telling <laughs> you. Well, I mean, I, this is just me being an idiot. I don't I don't know anything at all. I'm just it's saying. It's speculation. Total speculation. But I would not... But it seems like if he was getting ready... If he was not going to renew anyway, so he may not be a man of money, so his... His legacy may mean more to him than a couple extra dollars from the WWE. Right. So if he feels like he can go be treated better in AAA, then I don't. I do. feel like that's the real story here. Like that, I don't know. Because there were reports coming out that during a, a live taping or a, a house show or something like that, um, uh, Del Rio was heard saying "Thank you for all of your support to the to the fans" before he got fired. So maybe he had heard about this and it was like. This could be my way out. Here we go. Let's give it a shot. Hey, man, heard you talking some smack. Boom. Better apologize. And he's like, wait, what? I don't know. Yeah. What's uh, going on? This is total speculation. Total are you, speculation. Are you kidding? Because they said the guy was smiling and right. wouldn't apologize. Like, no, I'm the, I never said that. Bam. Okay. So, who knows? Either that or, you know, he slapped someone. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he slapped someone either way. But Either it, way, he's <laughs> gone and he's found another place to work. Yeah. So, so I mean... He was a wasted talent. Uh, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. Again, I got no. If it was legit, as reported, is what actually happened. I have no sympathy for the PR or the social media guy. Get whatever, but uh, can't have guys walking around slapping guys. Yeah. Never and maybe did. he meant to do it. Who knows? <laughs> Total speculation. <laughs> All speculation. So, uh, so yeah. So there you go. Uh, I know uh, Ali asked us about that, so I wanted to make sure that we got into that. Things like Ali. Yeah. So, uh, so thanks for the question. Um, but yeah, uh, other hot topics, uh, WWE network now available in, uh, 170 countries. Uh, don't worry. UK yours is on the way October 1st. Uh, also the WWE network is offering no commitment rates, uh, what? for 1299, uh, for 1299, you can get a month. And you know, if you just want one month, that's, that's all you have to do. They're also offering a, uh, a max billing, uh, kind of thing. So if you want six months of the WWE network and you say, Hey, screw it. I just got my paycheck. Take it all, you know, take the whole... Six, I want two years. Take take all $60 of it right now so I don't have to worry about it for the next six months. Can you pay, months. like, two years? You, uh, you might. Um, you may be able to... I think you can, like, gift it to someone and you could have that option. But um, at the moment I'm uh, that I am aware of, uh, it's just six months at a time. Uh, unless you want the no commitment rate, which would be, like, twelve ninety nine a month. Uh, and it's just one month. So you can be like, hey, I just want it for this month so I can watch everything that I can watch in the next month and be done with it. Um, so, yeah. Oh, so. hey, real quick, like I just, just to tie up a loose end, the reason I brought up Conan as a guy who was saying stuff is because Conan's the booker of AAA and is also a guy who's supposedly have some creative input into the their expansion in America. That's the reason I brought him hmm. up. Nice. Loose end tie up. Thing. Good stuff. Thanks, Doug. Uh, final bit of Hot Topic news. Uh if I officially signed with WWE, Kevin Steen. So finally going to be heading over to NXT. So really excited. I was saying stuff. this to Doug earlier. It's pretty cool that, you know, you, you have it on the dirt sheets like uh, back in the day, like so-and-so has been signed. Mm -hmm. But now it's like, 
what we've seen with um, Devitt and, you know, with uh, Kenta, you know, yeah. they'll bring him in. Well, I mean, I guess Prince Devitt was his real name is Fergal. How do you say it? How do you say it? That I was think his so. real name? Yeah. But, like, they'll bring him in. I guess they'll go to Full Sail and Triple H takes a picture with them. And it's like, hey. Look who's here. Yeah, Kevin Steen is now with WWE. They say his name. Mm-hmm. They have a whole article. It's like these days it's changed. You know, they'll talk about all, you know, I think that's good. Yeah. Because it's like no more speculating. When you see the picture, you know. Yeah. Um, and that's something that they, they even need. talk about their past, where they were, you know. Which I think is is kind of surreal to me for them to mention like other companies. Because like I remember for like the longest time, like if you mention anything other than like, what oh, our shit, company he said is. That? Wow. Yeah. Like that was like so taboo. Um, so for them to go out and actually say another company or something like that is just, it's crazy. Did you read that article? Uh, I have not gotten the chance to read it's it. It's pretty yet. cool. But uh, I'm really looking forward to seeing Steen on NXT. Uh, um, there's another one. I'm curious as, if they'll let him keep his name or not, if he signed to keep no his telling. name. No telling. No uh, telling. Yeah. Uh, it was funny because. Huh? Right. Um, there's another article. It's just like, hey, see uh, all the people who are congratulating uh, Steen on making WWE because mm-hmm. Stone Cold, because Steen's been on the Stone it, Cold's podcast. Yeah. And he's like, double C to you. That means congratulations and cardio. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, Rock says, congratulations, Seth Rollins. He's already dropped a ton of weight, though. You can- mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's going to be really good times for NXT for the next few months. Like, once all these guys get going, my goodness, what a show that's going to be. This is a random question. I was looking uh, through the roster for NXT. Mm-hmm. What the heck happened to Richie Steamboat? Yeah, he, he got let go. Long time ago. Long, yeah, ah, pretty pretty okay. long time ago. There's a lot of people I've never even heard of Yeah, um, on the roster. I mean, my goodness, just look at the roster. You know, like, talk about the future is now. You're going to have a lot of good guys coming up in the next year or two. Um, so stars are on the horizon. Um, so with that being said, it's time so to go. One more hot topic. Uh, further along the TNA stuff that we were talking about the past couple of weeks, they canceled all their house shows in September, or Ooh. or at least their whatever they had booked for September, they've canceled. Yeah, that's true. So, but I did hear um, that um, to buy a percentage. Hmm? Huh? Spike. Uh, wh- something that may have been a contributing factor to them not resigning is. Spike tried to buy buy in ten percent of the company, and they that. wouldn't they wouldn't sell. You know, Spike Spike's trying to own that their like live sports contact. Like they Spike bought Bellator, and mm. they were trying to buy a percentage of TNA, and TNA didn't sell to them. Huh. So, uh, so fuck y'all, are gone. Like, that may have been part of the reason they're like fuck you or whatever. Well, I heard recently, uh, and I don't remember where I saw it, but uh, I saw that Spike uh, allegedly is. Saying okay, if if the contract expires, you guys haven't found a new home. We'll still air you until you do find somewhere else to go. How can they do that? I just it's their they own it. They can just yeah uh, okay do whatever. Just say no, hey, we'll, we'll still uh, we'll, air y'all, and y'all have no contract. Yeah, and it's that's weird. I don't see that. They've been so like uh, nice. favorable to Spike, so that's not like so so shocking, but that's almost unbelievable. Like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, as long as it, I'm sure, as long as it wouldn't run like for the next year, we're like, hey, we're working without contract. We don't even have to worry about it, you know. But it, you know, it's like, okay, if if you guys are in talks with someone uh, and you are just waiting for the paperwork to get filled out, you know, and our contract ex- ex- expires, we we're not going to just shut you guys out. You know, we'll 
we'll let it keep going until it ends, until you get everything finalized. That's crazy. So maybe like a little grace period kind of thing. You know, just, hey, thanks for all you guys have done. And Man, I find that hard to believe. Wow. Yeah, but, I mean, you never know. I uh, mean, they, they, they are content. They do, have, they do have a million people that watch the show every week. So, yeah. Man. So more ratings for Spike regardless, right? So, uh, so yeah, so with that being said, it's time to go into the Q&A portion of the show. Your questions, our answers. Only question coming to us this week whoa, from Steven. Whoa, whoa, whoa. You guys are just going to gloss over how I won the Thomas Drop It Lowson Challenge? Yep. Only questions coming to us from Steven this week. No. Fuck you guys. <laughs> Congratulations to Doug for winning the Thomas Drop It Lowson Challenge. Now, Woo! what do you guys got to say to me? I want a recount. <laughs> what? I want the answers. <laughs> I do want the answers too. Uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, sing the thing, drop it low, Doug. Okay, drop it low, Doug. Drop it, drop it low. Damn, he's backing that ass up. <laughs> there you I go. I fought for your honor, Thomas Lowson. Me and Thomas Lowson versus the world. <laughs> How much you pay him? <laughs> <laughs> so, uh, yeah. Okay. So, question coming to us from Steven saying, "Hey, Gri- hey guys, great hey, Gris. show, Grice. Hey guys, great show as always. You mentioned uh, that you got your tickets on StubHub for when you went to Raw and TLC. Are you going to go to Hell in a Cell when they come here to Dallas? If so, I'll be going as well, and it'll be cool to hopefully run into you guys. I've already purchased my tickets from StubHub, so um, probably not. We probably won't be going to Dallas. Yeah, it's a yeah. it's a bit of a hike for us to get to it's Dallas. A, it's like six hours. It's a six hour drive." Or if we wanted to fly, which would cost quite a bit of money, that'd be like a 90-minute flight. We should flight. do that one time. Plus, we'd have to rent a cab or, I'm you know. I'm afraid of flying. Oh, that would be scary for you. You've I've only fl- I've flown twice. Hmm. Well, so, I'm still um, afraid. But, uh, but yeah, so uh, the, the situation would be quite complicated, plus tickets, plus, you know, airfare and or gas money. Uh, not to mention we'd have to drive back because we all work on Monday. Um, so that would be quite difficult. So like a six hour drive from like leaving at 11 o'clock at night would be like a biatch. Yeah. Or 10 rather, but still. Yeah. So, uh, I'd have to for sure be off on Monday, which is unlikely. Right. Oh, that's, how long the sales what? December or October? No. October? Uh, yeah. I think it's October. Maybe November. Yeah. I don't, I doubt I could do that. Yeah. Not prob- possible. If for some reason we happen to get over there, yeah, we would love to come yeah. see up and mm-hmm, mm-hmm, that'd be cool. Mm-hmm. Kick it. Hopefully, uh, WrestleMania next year will be in, or not next year because that'll be thirty-one. Uh, WrestleMania thirty-two, I think, is the rumor for Dallas. So if that happens, yeah, we'll you be can back Bet there. your ass we're gonna be out there. Hell yeah! I'm gonna. We're gonna all gonna crash at my sister's house. Hell so. yeah! Titty right. city. Well, not just. Oh, that was not right. <laughs> Why are you talking about my sister? Like not that, like. Man? Oh, that's that's not right. God. I had that 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 skit in my head. So yeah, and see where it got you. Because uh, someone moderation. Said, man. Someone said it at work today, so it's stuck in my head. I sent it to this guy whenever we went to go see Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, you did. <laughs> yeah, we we did the the dialogue back and forth. Each other. Ha 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 ha! Good point about the titties. So uh, <laughs> there you go. Thanks for the question. Make sure to submit your questions on our Facebook page, WMS Podcast, our YouTube page, WMS Video. Check us out on WrestlingNewsSource.com, WrestlingNewsSource.com on Facebook. To, uh, subscribe to us on Twitch. Uh, I've been doing some bro- I've been doing some broadcasts on twitch.tv slash WNS podcast. Yeah, he's been blowing up on there. They're blowing up. Got up to like 79 followers right now. So uh, we're doing it Wednesdays and Thursday nights, sometimes on the weekend if I'm if I'm don't have anything going on so uh make sure to check us out on twitch i posted on the twitter our facebook page the as twitter. well the twitter so uh so good stuff there and uh subscribe to us on itunes by searching wrestling news source podcast hey, hey. please please leave us a review 
you and yeah. the star rating. That'd be so awesome of you. How that much you be. love us. Yeah. If you, what you think of the show, we would certainly appreciate it. You don't have to lie, but I mean, come on, don't be yeah. an asshole. Yeah, if you've been listening yeah, this long. Yeah, don't lie. Give us five stars. If you've been listening this long, come on. Uh, we're completely perfect. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we're also on The Stitcher. The Stitcher. The Beyond Pod. Stitcher! And The Player.fm. Just search Wrestling News Source Podcast to find us. Hey, you should totally be following us on Twitter at WNS Podcast. You should totally be following Daniel on Twitter at WNS underscore Daniel. You better, better, better follow Tyler underscore Aber on Twitter. Oh, so interesting. Because he's not going to tweet. And <laughs> Tyler will refuses to tweet until he gets 200 followers. So bump Do that it. up. So we it. should have like a message to send to <laughs> Tyler on Twitter. So that way he knows this is what it's for. Oh, hey, man, you're up well, to this why now. Why would anybody be following tw- Tyler that's not from the show? Well, like, no, no, no. <laughs> like, send him a tweet that says, wake your ass up, Bear or Tyler. Wake your ass up, start tweeting. Wake your ass up, start tweeting oh. at Tyler underscore Abe. Tyler's not going to tweet until he gets 200 followers. Yeah. Like CM Punk's though. 200 or bust. At, I'm not even at 200. 200 or bust. 200 or bust. Damn. You're never going to tweet. <laughs> <laughs> oh, there you go. Thank you for everything, guys. Thanks for checking out the show. For the podcast crew, I am Daniel Heron. I am the Tyler Abe. <sighs> yes, you are. I am Doug. <laughs> and we will catch you all next week. We are Groot. Enjoy SummerSlam.